Hi, I'm Jamie. And I'm Scott. And welcome to the God or Not podcast, where truth springs from argument among friends. This is episode number 10. And coming up, Scott and I will be talking about Christmas. Christmas. Also in this episode, the crowd goes wild. So grab your popcorn, sit back, and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to the center ring. This is the God or Not Podcast. We're in for a great night of civil discourse here as these two warriors are revved up and ready to go. And now, let's get ready to dialogue! Christmas time, Christmas time. <laughs> Tis the season. Yes, it is. It's snowing here in Columbus, Ohio. Well, to be there's be snow on the ground. Yeah. Uh, you How about got, you? Snow? Yeah. I, oh, dusting. It probably it, compared it to you. It doesn't really snow there, apparently. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've, we've we had snow. On, yeah, we've had snow on the ground for Since what, April. A month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Right. It actually oh, came a little boy. a little early this year. There's been a you know several of the last few years we've been uh, we've been snowless even even this late you know even towards the wow. new year. But uh, wow, this year and last year and I think maybe even the year before we've we've had some earlier snows. It's not unheard of to have snow on Halloween. Yeah, it, you know what that it's not all that common, but it does happen. Us, yeah. yeah. Well, it's nice to have snow for Christmas, anyhow. I think that makes it a little festive. But, I, I um, love it when it snows. I, I just like after I just, it's that, very after relaxing. Christmas, yeah, after Christmas, <laughs> I could take it or leave it. But right. for Christmas time, anyhow. Speaking of yep. Christmas time, yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're gonna we are going to be all over the place, pulling some stuff out of some stockings, some topics, and yeah, and just all over the place with Christmas. A and, veritable um, grab bag of Christmas extravaganza. Extravaganza. It's like the Dollar Tree of podcasting. You just go down the aisles and. <laughs> I was like, Dollar Tree? Where? <laughs> the do- you, you never heard of the Dollar Tree? Uh, is that like, like where a, everything one of those is dollar legitimately stores? Okay. a dollar? Yeah. Right. It's yeah. not like the Dollar General where it's like five and ten dollar items in there. No, no. Okay. The Dollar Tree. Gotcha. Everything in there is a buck, right? Okay. Yeah. So. A virtual grab bag of dollar. Why do excitement. I feel like you just insulted me somehow? It, I, 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 I don't. I don't think you did. But it's, it's no. But those suspicious. those are the best. Those are the best ones when you're not sure. <laughs> right. I have, really to, have to you, so. dissect that later on. So we do have a couple of announcements before we get going um, on our Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and um, uh, one of which is interesting. We're, we're going to start this new. Uh, kind of a uh, book readers club. Scott, why don't you fill our listeners in on kind of uh, what we'll, we'll be sure, doing there? Sure. Well, we're going to uh, uh, we're going to try it out. We're going to see how it goes. And and so Jamie and I wanted to um, read read a book together. All right. And we'll do. Actually, we're going to do it. We're going to do it twice. The first time I'm going to pick the book, and then the second time Jamie's going to pick the book. And, and we thought we would. Um, maybe talk about it every every a little bit every episode you know for the next mm-hmm. several episodes and so um, and that way if uh, any of our listeners wanted to follow along with us and then they could uh, contribute 
And, and so basically what's going to happen is on January 7th, we're going to start. That's going to be our, our next episode, our first first episode of the new year of, of 2020. Huh. Um, and so then we'll we'll say, OK, we're starting now and then we'll read the first X number of chapters until the next episode. So I, I guess the so we'll start on January 7th and then the next on the on the following episode, which will be on January 21st. That's when we'll talk about the first few chapters. Right. So if any if any and we'll talk about it again when when we get to the seventh. But um, but if anybody uh, wants to chime in, if you want to uh, send in your thoughts on the chapters and, and some comments or questions or conundrums or you know anything you want to contribute, you know, you know, we're hoping to collect a little bit of uh, some listener feedback and um would love to get uh, some, some Christian feed Christian listener feedback too. Listen, I'd be getting my face kicked in with uh, with some atheists. Uh, nice, nice, nice enough people. Nonetheless, still getting my face kicked in. Well, so maybe that's nice good. If, maybe maybe you're riling them up. Maybe that's, that's right. it. Maybe I'm that's smacking it. the bees nest. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners and myself because I'm going to be right. hearing this too uh, mm-hmm. tonight for the first. Why don't you tell us what book? We're all going to be reading. Uh, yeah, so the book we're going to be reading, and I, I chose this especially for Jamie, uh, and this is called Sense and Goodness Without God, A Defense of Metaphysical Naturalism, and it's by a uh, historian and philosopher by the name of Richard Carrier, and and that's it, and that's the book we're going to read, okay, and I chose good. it for Jamie because, Jamie, you've been just itching yes. for as long as I've known you for, you know, give me a defense of naturalism. Def- and so defend your position, <laughs> Scott. And so and, and but I do want to say that um, uh, this will be interesting for me, too, because Carrier goes a little bit further than I do as far as um, he's he's making a defense of metaphysical naturalism, which assumes that there just is no supernatural. Yeah, um, we, we've talked about how for me, it's more of a, me- a methodological issue. You know, we don't really have the tools to um, to explore the supernatural at this point. And so then so, you know, so it's a it's more of a practical limitation from from right. my perspective. But but what Carrier is saying is that this is the deal or, or you know, I suppose we'll examine that um, in the right. textbook or in the book. But, um, I am looking, but I'm looking forward, forward to reading to it. it. I, yeah. Uh, I think it should be interesting, and so um, so if any of if any of our listeners are are interested in in following, maybe they can maybe if they get a gift card or something in their stocking from Santa. Yeah, from they Santa can, Claus. Uh, they can buy Sense and Goodness Without God, a defense of metaphysical naturalism by Richard Carrier, and then on on the seventh, then uh, we'll talk about that. So awesome. that's the. Uh, the God or Not Book Club, right? The We're giving club. it a shot. Terrific. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Of course, since this is the podcast, we're going to have some new episodes. Um, of course, every other week we have a new episode coming up. We're going to have um, some episodes that we're going to cover. We're going to we're going to make more episodes. We got to hey, keep listen, doing this. We're going to keep rolling down this. Uh, this train is is going to keep rolling. We've. All right. Uh, we're we're All right. doing better than I it. expected. So uh, <laughs> I, even though I have n- absolutely right. nothing to compare it to, I'm guessing is that I, I feel good about it. So we're going to go with it. But we're going to okay. talk more about morality uh, because mm-hmm. that was obviously a big um, a big topic. And, and we covered a lot of ground. So we're going to hit morality again. We're going to talk about uh, prejudice and racism. Uh, we have that uh, on the docket as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Scott is uh, we're going to have this kind of. Uh, split episode. Um, it's kind of like a, a prisoner exchange. It is yeah, pr- kind of <laughs> prisoner exchange. Scott goes right? to church 
And uh-huh. we're not going to tell you what that all implies. You're going to have right. to listen to the uh, to the uh, podcast in order to get all the uh, details and the goodies about that. But Scott does walk into church, and he has successfully walked out. Uh, so oh, yeah. he wasn't he wasn't struck down uh, I've been by the Old Testament times. God. <laughs> Uh, of wrath and and anger and fury. Uh, And then I will be going and sitting in on a podcast here in the Columbus area. Since I'm from Columbus, Ohio, there's some Mm -hmm. podcasters in the Columbus area that talk specifically about LGBTQQIA plus uh, issues. And so I'll be sitting in on that. And so, so right there in your wheelhouse, right? Right here. That's right, there, in my, there, yep. right in the sweet spot for Jamie. Right in the sweet spot. So <laughs> we will, uh, no pun intended. So we will be talking about all kinds Ooh. of things. Um, <laughs> we have, we have some really interesting topics to coming up. I know some of you are, are, have been talking about um, wanting more of a bloodbath, some more blood. Listen, <laughs> it's coming. Trust me, it's it is coming. We have some knockdown dragouts. So if you like that kind of thing, right? Uh, well, we got a couple more apologetics uh, ish episodes yes, coming up too. We're uh, doing like fine, fine tuning. Yep. And um, yeah, and then you know we'll see how that all kind of gels together and so forth. And then we do have one final announcement before we get to um, our Christmas uh, episode here. And that is Scott and I are planning to have a debate. We are going to duke it out uh, in person now, uh, in person, mind you, probably uh, this coming uh, fall. So the fall of 2020. Uh, Scott and I will be doing a debate, and so there'll be. Um, uh, so, well, we, we're at, we're at the we're at the we have plans to make plans stage right, right so, now. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we've picked a general um, time frame, so that's first step. Uh, so, be listening for more details to come on the in person uh, bloodbath, uh, the debate. 2020 go heavy or don't come at all (laughs) so with that let's talk about christ mass this is the main event all right it's christmas time christmas time jamie (laughs) xmas Hey, don't you dare take the Christ out of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so, uh, so, what we're going to do with our discussion today is, um, you know, rather than having one big deep dive into something, we have a, a handful of smaller dives. You know, we have a, we, we kind of f- figured it would be like a, a collection of wrapped gifts under the tree or maybe, you know, yanking huh. uh, things out of, out of your Christmas stocking and or that kind of thing. So we have MMA rounds. This is kind of how I was looking at it. <laughs> oh, is that it? And then, right. okay, that's good. Right. All right, saved by the bell, huh? Right, that's right. Uh, yeah, and so um, so we're going to have a handful of, of topics here, all Christmas and holiday related. And, um, well, we're, we're going to divide them into, we have four different categories here. First, we're going to talk about uh, Christmas as a religious holiday. Clearly, there's a religious component to the holiday there. Clearly. We'll also talk about Christmas. Christmas as a secular holiday, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Christmas as a divider. 
you know, Christmas as a tool that's used to separate people and then Christmas as an includer. And we'll finish off with that one. (laughs) I love you, Scott. You see what I did there? As as demonstrated by Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, that's going to hit the cutting room floor. No, it's not. awesome. All right. So first, uh, first, we want to talk about Christmas as a religious holiday, obviously centered around uh, the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, and I thought maybe first we could talk about, well, is this, in fact, Jesus's birthday? What do you what do you think about that? I know oh, you have. Oh, yeah. I got you, some you feel thoughts. like you got an open and shut case there. Well, Let's see. What do you got? Not really. Well, here's the thing. We've got no freaking idea. Um, so. There are a All hit, right. Well, that's, there we go. It's that's not quite that that beautiful and closed ended. <laughs> so we we do have a couple of options that are that are kind of um, on the table. One one of which was, um, and this is the one that is is probably or it seems to have the most support. There's some oral traditions, um, Jewish traditions that basically state that uh, if you're a prophet of God that you would die on the day you were conceived um, in, in, ter- in terms really? of in, in terms of, yeah. So like on your birthday uh, of conception, uh-huh. you would die. So you wouldn't actually like be conceived and then die. It's not like you live a day. Um, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So there's this tradition that you, if you're a prophet of God uh, in okay. the Jewish tradition, you die on the same day of the year that you were conceived. And so, hmm. Passover, obviously, Jesus died on Passover, March 25th-ish, and uh, then if you obviously uh, fast forward nine months, bada bing, bada boom, uh, that would put uh, December uh, 25th as... uh, Well, I think you got that backwards there, though. Bada bing, bada boom? Bada boom, no. So if he was... If you said died on the day, okay, so die on the day. Oh, I see what right. you're saying now. So, yeah. so that means um, Mary and the Holy Spirit were yes. D- don't were add in, uh, porno in, music here, okay? That's in flagrante right. delicto, right. as it were, right? right? Yeah. So yeah, so that was yeah. So, so December 25th. That's kind okay. of was, and that's um, that's option number one. Okay. Um, as far as Jesus' birth, option number two is we have no idea, really. Okay. So, like, we have one major option that has any kind of, um, any kind of ancient source to it, so to speak. Um, uh-huh. But for Christians, pretty much throughout the ages, um, especially people who who obviously don't realize that this is a a tradition of the Jewish people that a prophet dies mm-hmm. on the day of their birth uh, or the, the same day of the year they're conceived. Um, people don't know that. So they obviously just take Christmas as a day. They remember, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus's birth and, and, you know, mm-hmm. Emmanuel Christ with a second. Well, you know, it's funny that you mention uh, Christians throughout the ages. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to let a couple of Christians speak for me here. And, and, it you know to be honest with you it doesn't really matter to me you know first of all it's you know if you if you look at the the uh the Jesus story um you know with the with the shepherds uh, guiding their flock by night and all that fun stuff it's darn cold in Israel right around now no you know, it's, it's, so, it's no it's not so, really 
Yeah, the low, the lows get down to 42 degrees on typically, right? Mm-hmm. So t- so that's getting close. So it's not below freezing, but it's it's certainly cold out. But anyway. Yeah, but you do realize. Set, that, setting that no, aside. No, no, we can't set that aside. Listen, I do realize what? the nativity scene as portrayed is 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 not completely accurate. It's almost like uh, you see a poster, like a movie poster, and uh-huh. they have like uh, shots of like different scenes, like all in kind of one. The nativity scene is a bit like that. I mean, the 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 wise men that came, there weren't three of them. We don't know how many there were, uh, but mm-hmm. they came several years after Jesus was born. You know, so, so so it's not like they were there. Um, right. Jesus probably wasn't born in a stable. He was probably born in a cave below um, the, the living area of of relatives, really. And huh. um, as far as the idea of, well, there were animals there because that's where they would keep the animals at night. But as far as the the temperature goes, this is perfect time in Israel for shepherds to be out and feeding their flock. It's it's just after rainy season, and so the 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 ground is like perfect, like it's green all over the place, and so there's yeah. there's plenty. No, this is like legit, bro. I mean, I'm okay. Well, tell, tell you what, you you camp out in your backyard when it's 42 degrees out. No, we'll, we'll that what they what would do thinking. is they would take the flock into a cave, and a they cave. Would, I mean, this is historical. They, they they would build fires, a fire at the opening, that would both keep the flock in from wandering out and getting eaten by mm-hmm. you know whatever, and it would keep other things from coming in to get them. So it's not like they were like out walking around with their sheep. They were probably in their caves trying to go to bed. Sure. Okay. We'll go with that. You don't sound convinced. <laughs> okay. I yeah, yeah, to be honest, I told you it doesn't really matter to me. Okay. But you know, that seems like a reasonable that seems like a, what you said seems reasonable to me. Okay. Huh. All right. And so Wow, wait. Um, take however, note. Take notes. <laughs> Okay. Well, see, all you had to do, all you had to do was say something reasonable, oh, and I would recognize that it touche. was reasonable. Yeah. You see, whatever you jerk. So there's, there's, you know, there's a cause and effect there going. <sighs> okay. Right. So anyway, so I want to, I want to um, bring up some words from um, Reverend Increase Mather. He was uh, with the uh, with the Pilgrims. He was a Puritan mm-hmm. uh, minister in Boston in 1687, yep. and he wrote. Uh, the early Christians who first observed the nativity on December 25th did not do so thinking that Christ was born in that month, but because the heathen Saturnalia was at that time kept in Rome and they were willing to have those pagan holidays metamorphosed into Christian ones. Those were his words. Right. Those were not mine. That was, And uh, also, more recently, uh, Baptist evangelist Charles Spurgeon uh, in his Christmas Eve sermon in 1871 he said, we have no superstitious regard for times and seasons. Certainly, we do not believe in the present ecclesiastical arrangement called Christmas. First, because we do not believe in the mass at all, but abhor it, whether it be said or sung in Latin or in English. And secondly, because we find no scriptural warrant, whatever, for observing any day as, that, as the birthday of the Savior and consequently its observance as a superstition because not of divine authority. Now, Although what you just said about the Jews there, their their the Jewish tradition, uh, that would seem to go against 
Charles Spurgeon, what, what he said. Yeah, but he was, he, he, he was, was saying quoting, that, he was saying there's no, he was quoting, Bi- right? he was saying in the Bible, we have uh-huh. no reason to believe that Jesus was born on December 25th. And that's true. Okay. There's absolutely okay. nothing biblical that says Jesus was born on December 25th. This okay. is a Jewish tradition. So it wasn't, it's not like it's in the Bible. Um, it's just a Jewish tradition. It's just one option. Okay. Um, All right. But well, as far fine. as your first, as far as the first quote goes mm-hmm. um, about uh, Saturnalius, so, or Saturnalia, so mm-hmm. this was a Rome for our listeners. This was a Roman celebration that happened between December. Actually, it started December 17th. That was the day. Yeah. That, around the solstice. Um, this, that, yeah. December 17th. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Then they extended it to include up until December the 23rd or 24th. So it, it, um, it, it, it I mean, I suppose we, we could have taken over the pagan holiday, but if we would have, I'm assuming we would have taken it over on the 17th because that was the day it was celebrated. Maybe. Right. So, I mean, it just would make sense to me. For instance, Halloween mm-hmm. happens October 31st. Right. If Christians were going to hijack that day, I'm assuming we'd hijack that day uh-huh. and, and not several days after Halloween. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so birth, right? So this virgin birth, birth, right? So virgin birth. What's your take on the virgin birth? Yes. You are pro virgin birth? Yeah. Listen, here's the thing. If the first verse in the Bible is true, Mm -hmm. then all other verses are at least reasonable. Like I said, (laughs) if the first verse in the Bible is true. Okay. So I believe the Bible's true. Uh I believe in miracles. I believe that miracles can happen. And that would be a miracle. So if God can create everything from nothing, then then he can impregnate a woman uh-huh. with divinity. Well, let me ask you this. And I, I am I'm sure you have your your locked and loaded with your response here. So I'll I'll lob you this one here. So so what do you say to the people who uh suggest that there was a translation error and that it should have just been uh a maiden and not a virgin? The, like, you know, the word that was used in the Bible could also just mean maiden and doesn't necessarily mean, right. you well, know, but a, when you a, look at, a, a virgin. Yeah, but when again, when you look at tradition or when you look at um, the words in context, you when you see that word maiden, mm-hmm. that implies virgin. So I, I know how that so? that was how so, because yeah. in that, in that, um, um, in that that language, uh, in the in the it, especially particularly in the Greek, okay, that word uh, for maiden also means young child, right? So so so, so, so there, there's a variety of things that it could mean, right? Um, Virgin yes, being one of them. But again, yeah, in context, though, they're pretty certain that that. That it isn't a translation error. That right. That's what is what, it what means. is the con- what is the context that so that tells you that? Regardless, what's that? Well, w- I mean, wh- we we'd have to go. What is that context? Up. We'd have to look it up. Look up in the Greek and 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 go through some hermeneutics. I'm not prepared to do that right now. Okay. But I, I'm just saying that they're pretty certain that they've gotten that right. But regardless, whether or not it was a virgin birth, mm-hmm. I don't think it makes a difference to me. Okay. I mean, it, it, it does. Makes it doesn't sense matter to me. 
Okay. No, it it makes it makes sense to me from a theological standpoint. Uh-huh. So that's another reason why I I wouldn't I I have no reason to question the interpretation there. So do you think that I mean cuz cuz we both know that there was lots of other virgin birth stories from around that time and from before then and you know that that yeah, they were no, that they would weren't. have been familiar with. And so Yeah, no there were. No, there weren't. Yeah, yeah, there were. And so no, and, and you know you know that there were. Let's go through them. Mithras. Okay. Right? Born of a virgin. No. He was born fully grown from a rock. Next. Okay. Horus. Born of a virgin. No. His mother was Isis. His father was Osiris. And they had sex together. Uh Dionysus. Born of a virgin. No. Um they're either born from an affair between Zeus and a human princess or born between Zeus and his daughter, um, uh, uh, Persephone. I think that's how you say it. Persephone. Thank you very much. I'm not a okay. Greek guy, but these ideas of virgin births, are, they're not virgin at all. There are no primary sources for these things. And you go back and look and it's just not the case. But even if it was, let's just say it was, that, that, that we somehow, that, that there were virgin births before of gods, and now, now Christians come up with this whole virgin birth thing. Oh, no, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't saying that. This was coming off the heels of you saying, does it matter if, if, if that really happened? Because you, you said it, didn't, it doesn't matter to me if that really happened. Well, and I said, well, I mean, there was a time where they, where they had these miraculous stories. And, you know, there were times of the gods and, you know, of Zeus and Olympus and all that fun stuff. And so there were stories, some of which included virgin births. I would Maybe love, some of, yeah, I would love for you to show me those because I found none. I found okay. stuff people claim that are virgin uh-huh. births, but when you go to try to find sources, there are none. When when you find the source, like the three I gave you, they're nothing like a virgin birth. Nothing okay. at all like a virgin birth. That could be. So, I mean, that if there be. is one, I mean, I would really like to know because what I found, I found nothing. You're missing my point. You're missing my point. My point was not on that particular thing. It wasn't on virgin birth specific. Okay. It was on the types of stories that were around at the time. You you said it doesn't matter to me whether or not it was a virgin birth. And what I'm saying is that, well, it would still make sense that there would be a story like that, even if it turned out not to be the case. Yeah, but it wouldn't be, um, it, it wouldn't, it, it would, I don't want to say unthinkable, but I, 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 I couldn't see Jews or people who were Jewish um, taking on, I'm not arguing that they copied from somebody else. I'm not arguing that they copied from somebody else. Okay, that's maybe, not what I said. Yeah, maybe I'm not understanding what. I don't know. I think we got off on a little sidetrack there. I, I wasn't. I wasn't disagreeing with you. I was saying it. Was, like I said, it was. It was right after you said it doesn't matter to me, and I was. And I was saying, right, but it still makes sense that there would be stories like that, even if that wasn't the case. Now, I'm not saying that. That's evidence that it that it didn't happen, right? Okay. It's not like they. It's not like, um, you know, like they plagiarized Michelle Obama's speech or something, right? I mean, who would do something like that? <laughs> right. Good one, buddy. Good one. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, 
And so what I'm saying, though, is that it was a time of fantastic stories. Okay. And so that, what, that, what's your point with that, though? My point was I was going along with the point that you said. Okay. You said it, it doesn't matter to me whether, you know, it, it wouldn't right. matter if it turned out not to be the case. And I'm saying, but we would still expect to see stories like that. Okay. One more thing about the virgin birth. So mm-hmm. is that, was that, what was the, was that supposed to be like a sexual thing with, I mean, what was the Holy Spirit? Was it like a, was it like a there was, illicit yeah, there was meeting nothing, in the evening or, or what, no, what, what was, happened there? There's so, nothing sexual about it. What was, whatsoever. you know, what was Jesus's DNA like? Well, Jesus had only the mother's DNA. So he was a he clone have, of the mother? Well, I mean, he had whatever attributes that, you know, that God decided to give him. So he didn't have a human father, as we, we would say. Okay. So well, what about the, what know, about the possibility that maybe he did? He did what? Have a human father? Yeah. Well, I, 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 I think mean, that, uh, you know, if, you know, young engaged woman, maybe she, because back then, if you were, if you were not pure when you got married, they would stone you, right? Or yeah, punish so you of some I, I sort. Think, so she'd so be I motivated to lie. If, like if she had a, an affair or something, or was maybe raped. Well, she would be very if, motivated to say something. They didn't stone women f- for being raped. Okay, there's numerous verses in the Bible. That but she would certainly be out, seen as less valuable as a... That's true, but I would say that one of the things that attest to the virgin birth was Joseph's going along with the whole gig. Because if you read the text, you, you know you know that he was he was planning on getting rid of her. Right. Because obviously, I would too. Like, okay, uh, he didn't believe her either. Right. But then he had an encounter with an angel that said, hey, take Mary. What What is happening here is divine. She wasn't mm-hmm. with anybody else. And so I think that. Um, so it, don't you, you know, think if, his reaction would give a sign that that kind of thing happened? If that's what came to his. If, if, if Mary said, oh, by the way, I'm with child. And his first thought is, how am I going to get out yeah. of this? Then obviously right, exactly. that kind of, obviously that was a common enough thing thing that he thought of it well i mean where else you can have a a, there's only one option right up until that point there's one option on how you have babies right so so if she was pregnant then it was easy for him to assume okay this is what this is what went down right um and so yes that makes perfect sense but what also makes perfect sense is that that his mind was changed he stayed with her when he he was planning on it says uh, in the Bible he's planning on 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 getting away from her secretly in terms of he was going to quietly kind of divorce her so as to not publicly humiliate her mm-hmm. and so he wasn't looking to get her stoned or anything like that he was just right. looking to get out of it and then his mind was changed and okay obviously then we see the rest is history I guess all right maybe okay that's. 20, birth. 25 minutes on the first part. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so if, so we've talked about whether or not Jesus was actually born on this day. Uh, we've mm. talked about the virgin birth. So we, uh, you mentioned earlier that there was some possibly, possibly some pagan origins there. So, I mean, we know that 
many of the, at least many of our modern Christmas traditions uh, do not clearly don't stem from the Bible. Right. Correct. And, and so right. what do you think? Uh, and so we have, and you mentioned Saturnalia before there was like a time of feasting and of gift exchange. And we have some of the pagan things like um, decorating trees and like Yule log and mistletoe and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and so what, what, what's your take on, on that whole big thing? What, what's the deal there? Well, I, um, I don't think that Christmas was, was, or we hijacked a pagan holiday, but to me, it really doesn't matter much. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in terms of, um, you know, what we're trying to celebrate or what we're trying to commemorate. So, um, well, I mean, since at least the, I don't know, third or fourth century, they've been celebrating as the birth of Christ. Um, and so I'm fine with that. It doesn't, so it doesn't bother me if, if it does show up that, Hey, we hijacked December 25th. So Uh the pagans could, uh, you know, we can give them a little taste of their own medicine and, and, you know, we don't, we we didn't want our offspring celebrating their pagan, whatever, Uh something or other. It doesn't, doesn't bother me as I, I don't really, I'm not moved by, you know, exactly what date Jesus was born. That's okay. just the day that we choose to celebrate. I think that's okay. Okay, so that uh, well, yeah. let me let me throw this in. Speaking um, speaking on behalf of another Christian, as I am wont mm-hmm. to do. Um, th- so this is from Pope Gregory, uh, and this was uh, this was in a letter that he wrote to religious leaders in Britain in uh, 606 A.D. And it says, uh, "The temples of the idols among the people should on no account be destroyed. The idols themselves are to be destroyed." But the temples themselves are to be aspersed with holy water, altars set up in them, and relics deposited there. And here's the key part here. For if these temples are well built, they must be purified from the worship of demons and dedicated to the service of the true God. In this way, we hope that the people, seeing that their temples are not destroyed, may abandon their error and flocking more readily to their accustomed resorts may come to know and adore the true God. And so what he's saying there is that if we if we put God into their churches, then it'll be easier for them to swallow, right? It'll be an easier pill for them to take. And so, you you were just saying that that you know it's the date, you know, the reason that 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 we ended up on that date doesn't really matter that much to you. And I can, I can kind of see what you're saying. For you, it's more about not about the day, but it, it's about mm-hmm. just celebrating the event. Yeah. And, and, and it's okay if it's not on the day. So what do you think about the, the idea of, the, of, of early Christians kind of appropriating other, other holidays? Do you think that's relevant at all here? Or do you think that's just was, was he, was he kind of a side to issue? December, was he referring to December 25th? Or was he just referring to? This was just referring to a, just, in a, general. just a policy in general, just an approach okay, in general. So it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily for Christmas, but it was, well, I mean, I mean, would, would in that kind of culture, that kind of thing happened? I mean, I, I mean, would we do that now? No, we'd get sued, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like uh, obviously the church doesn't have that kind of pull anymore. Um, and we can't do that kind of thing. Well, I don't anymore. know. I mean, I think you that, that, you know, if we, if we look at Jerusalem nowadays, I mean, it's, you know, in the last, you know, decades, if not centuries, you know, it's kind of been, there's been battle back and forth, you know, is this, you know, the, this temple should be, 
a temple, you know, should be a Muslim temple or this temple should be Christian temple. And, you know, there's, there's kind of like, there's, you know, yeah, there's in been, that area there's been more fighting. There's been more fighting over land than there have been like temples. I mean, it's been fairly peaceful for, um, as far as that goes for a while. I mean, you see Christians, Jews and Muslims, that's the, the, the holy center of, of all three major, um, you know, monotheistic religions uh-huh. and come having coming from somebody who's been there. It's amazingly peaceful in terms of what we're talking about here as far as, you know, you know, okay, that's the Temple Mount that belongs to Christians. Right, right. Like, no, mu- Muslims have had that now for for decades and, and it's probably going to stay that way for a while. Uh-huh. There isn't as much of that fighting as there is fighting over land. Right. Right. So you're right. Like this well, man's line. Yeah. In the so, news I mean, today, that's kind, of, you know, that, right. that's kind I of the thing. But I'm talking about over like over the centuries, you know, with the Crusades and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there was definitely battles over, you know, over that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there were. I mean, that's just history. I, I mean, I don't necessarily condone Christians um, doing things unchristlike. Mm-hmm. But then again, we have to take things in, in the culture in which they were. They were done in. Right. So, okay. Well, that's fine. You know, that's yeah. fine. Um, before we get off the uh, the pagan issue, I just wanted to bounce something. And, and again, I'm not presenting this as like, ha ha, you know, kind of a thing. But I just want to hear right. your thoughts on I'm sure you've heard this before. I'll be surprised if you haven't heard this before. But um, this is from Jeremiah in, in, the, mm-hmm. in uh, Jeremiah 10. And it says, hear the word which the Lord speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, do not learn the way of the Gentiles. Do not be dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the Gentiles are dismayed at them. For the customs of the peoples are futile. For for one cuts a tree from the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen, with the axe. They decorate it with silver and gold. They fasten it with nails and hammers so that it will not topple. They are upright like a palm tree, and they cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot go by themselves. Do not be afraid of them for they cannot do evil, nor can they do any good. So basically what they're saying, I mean, it sounds an awful lot like a Christmas tree they're describing there. So what is your Mm -hmm. take on that? I mean, to me, it sounds like it's a condemnation of this pagan ritual of bringing in a Christmas tree. Yeah, I mean, it it may have been. I mean, those are, um, when you look at what was going on during that time, what, what, what God was trying to do or what God did is there was obviously his people, the nation of Israel, the nation by which he was going to then um, come into humanity and present himself as one of them, as a Jew, mm-hmm. right, into humanity. And so there's the whole Old Testament is, is this, um, this history of God kind of protecting, um, trying to protect his people and part of what was going on was that um, in Israel or, or a Jewish person would, would intermarry with a Gentile or someone non-Jewish and then begin um, de- uh, bringing in their customs mm-hmm. and begin uh, and then be deconverted and end up, uh, you know, celebrating, um, okay, so they're you know, saying you know idols and things like that. It's so pagan creep they're talking about, right? 
What's pagan creep? Pagan creep is like if something is hanging around you a lot and it kind of creeps up on you and it kind of seeps into you. (laughs) you I've never heard that before. Really? It's called creep? Yeah, I swear. Like it's creeping in on you? Yeah, like like pagan creep would be like, you know, if you hang around pagans, you'll eventually turn into one kind of a thing. (laughs) Yeah, it was was kind of like his, um, the the idea there was is that when they would adopt or when they would inter- intermarry and things like that with the Gentiles, they would adopt a lot of what the Gentiles were doing and then end up serving other gods. So do you other, think that this is a, gods. do you think that this is so, so keeping that in mind, you know, if that's, mm-hmm. if that's what that part was about, um, do you think that you, so now we obviously we have Christmas trees in our houses. Right. You know, we take them in, mm-hmm. we put gold and silver on them, we tack them down so they don't fall over because they're not alive anymore, right. right? They're not living trees. And so, right. um, and so at least, and you know, I haven't investigated this deeply, so maybe I'm reading this verse wrong, but, but it sure seems like uh, we've adopted this pagan tradition. Do you think it's that they're trying to do the flip on that? Do you think they're trying to do a Christian creep on that or? <laughs> Obviously, there's not a lot of pagans yeah. around nowadays, at least not around here. Um, right. But I don't know. No, I, you know, I don't. I mean, it might at first reference seem to be um, a Christmas tree. Um, mm-hmm. So. I mean, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. I was just curious of what you what you thought of it. And if you, if you don't really have any times, thoughts on it, then that's OK. Well, a lot of times what the Gentiles did was they would make these things an idol. Mm hmm. So it wasn't like they just bring these things in and and set them up and hey look how beautiful this tree is, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna bring it in and we're gonna use it for this celebration or whatever. Mm-hmm. They would bring things like that in and they would make them gods. They would worship them, mm-hmm. and so I think that's probably what it was talking about. But even if it wasn't, when you look into the New Testament and you look at. Um, Probably in Ephesians or Galatians, the Apostle Paul talks about different traditions that that certain feast days uh-huh. um, are for some. Some keep certain days holy. Others, and he said, uh, "Screw it!" Or, you know, he said, "The day. Christmas trees are okay. We're going with the Christmas trees." Well, yeah, thumbs up on the trees. <laughs> and had <laughs> yeah, he gave the thumb screw up Jeremiah. Like, he didn't know what he was it's, talking about. That was yesterday's policy. No. We've had a we've had a yeah, we've had that, a change in right. government yes. here. Right, this new covenant. That's right. It's it's a new policky, baby. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. We, we this change this that's this policy change comes right from the top. <laughs> right from the okay. top. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the last little bit yeah. of this whole yeah. thing then is Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Okay. Santa so Claus. how yeah. does Santa Claus fit into the Christian concept of Christmas? Yeah. So Saint Nicholas. Um, you know, he was born like in the late 200s AD, I think. And, um, and, and so he was um, this saint that uh, allegedly, and I say allegedly, um, we do have some sources. I, I just don't know how early they are um, that he would uh, give gifts and things like that. Um, but we, we do know that obviously that, that St. Nicholas was a real person. He attended um, the um, Council of Nicaea. As a matter of fact, this is kind did of he, cool. Did he uh, show up in know. his red suit and his big black boots not, and not, not, on the reindeer quite, and all that he, stuff? And <laughs> He did bring his boxing gloves because I'll tell you this, you'll get a kick out of this. So one of the main reasons why they, they had a council 
um, at this particular council, Council of Nicaea, is because there was a heresy going on. Basically, they lowered Jesus. Uh, one guy, Arian, he lowered um, Jesus down to something less than God. Okay. And so they're like, well, we can't have this. You know, so they, 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 they brought in this council and they talked about all kinds of things. This was one of them. Well, now this is, this is, from what I understand, this is straight up legit. I don't know if he punched him or slapped him, <laughs> but St. Saint, Saint Nicholas either punched or slapped uh, Arian for this heresy. Uh-huh. And that's, that's like straight up legit. So we do know that St. Nick w- was an actual, he was a bishop. Um, and that he used to give gifts, um, th- that he was very giving. So maybe the, the uh, rosy cheeks was from his bloody nose. From the slap. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so as far as where does Santa come into play, uh, other than this St. Nick kind of thing. So Santa Claus is kind of a mixture of like Chris, the idea of Chris Kringle and this St. Nicholas. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of has morphed or changed. And I mean, look, listen, Santa's changed a bunch. Think about when you and I were kids, Santa used to go down the, down the, uh, I mean, like physically my man would squeeze down the chimney somehow, mm-hmm. but then now you watch these movies and Santa, like somehow magically, like it's almost like star Trek, you know, he just kind of appears mm-hmm. In the living room, drops the gift sauce. Boom! He's back up. <laughs> well, in the you sled. know he's got the latest so, technology, and you know he's uh, you know he's right. Santa's got to keep up with the times. But I know that I know right. that Nicholas used to be like this little elf. I mean, that's what like in the the night before the yeah. night before Christmas story, right? He's an elf. He's a little guy. Yeah, he is an elf. He is an huh. elf. Yeah. So so the idea of Santa Claus is kind of like morphed over time. So what is what in, do you do with in, Santa Claus in your family? In in our house, what what is um, do you what I mean? Yeah. What is your what's your Camden Camden and Abby right now? Camden is nine and Abby seven. Okay. So our thing is this: um, we we talk, we, you know, we let them believe in Santa. Um, my son has been asking a lot of questions this year. I'm uh-huh. assuming this will be the last year that he'll believe in Santa. Um, but um, we don't have a problem with our kids with Santa Claus. Now we don't make it a big thing. Like Santa brings them one gift uh-huh. and all the rest of the gifts are from us. Okay. Okay. So we're not going to give Santa all that credit <laughs> for all the hard work. Okay. But hold on a second. They're asleep, babe. We're good. I, j- I promise I didn't. Oh, just she thought you might've, Oh, you ruined it. Yeah, she Way to came go. in here in a panic. <laughs> uh, no, there, I both, I tucked them both in. Let's keep this in. So, I, um, yeah, so, um, we don't mind celebrating it, but obviously that's not our focal point. Mm-hmm. So they know that it's, that it's a gig and he comes, we'll leave cookies out. Daddy so, will eat them. So do they, they don't know that. do you kind of spin Santa as something related? Not no. like, not like familially no. related, but like, no. is it like, no, is straight it just, up commercial baby. It just yep. happens at the same time or. Yep. Straight up commercial baby. Yep. Okay. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't try to spin him anyway. Just, just, this is just happenstance. These two things kind of fall at the same time. And this is one of the ways we celebrate Jesus's birth. That's, hmm. yep. That's how it is. So, um, but we try to keep the, the primary focus on obviously on the fact that this is the time that it, at least that we celebrate that Jesus mm-hmm. came. Yep. All right. Well, funny. how about you? How about what, me? What do you? What, what do you? What, what do you do with all this? Uh, 
quote religion and 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 right. for a family that isn't isn't as as religious what do you do um well i mean we still get a little bit of religion obviously we live in the united states and so so there's going to be some of that floating around and and like so we we've, we've talked about how my family is uh religious mostly and so um you know like like for example um you know, it's kind of a joke in our family now, but uh, when I was growing up in my, uh, at my grandparents' house, we would always have this program. We called it the program. Every, every Christmas yeah. we'd have a program. And sometimes it would be, um, you know, my grandma would like pass out these scripts and we would act out the, you know, the Bible story. And uh, sometimes it would be like, you know, my dad would have this article clipping from a newspaper or something that he would read and talk about, you know, something that was meaningful to him. And, and, uh, you know, so we had a variety of, tr of traditions and, and, um, but as far as our family now, uh, Lori and I decided early on that we, we were going to be straight with the kids the whole time. We were, we, uh, we were kind of humbug, man. Ah, no, we did. We did one better, though. You say bah humbug, <laughs> but you've not experienced Christmas in the Dickey household before. And okay. so um, and so <laughs> the kids never lost anything. And so what we did was um, we, we would talk about how Santa was more of uh, an anthropomorphization, anthropomorphization. Anthro that's I'll say pretty that, good, dude, because that's say that a hard again. word. Anthropomorphization of this Christmas spirit. Right. And so it was. And so they, they, they obviously were familiar with things like, uh, you know, Aesop's fables and stuff where they have the different right. animals represent and the tortoise and the hare and all that stuff. And so they, they're, they're familiar with the idea of concepts and ideas and and ideals being represented yeah. by these various things. And so that wasn't that wasn't a big, uh, you know, a big deal for them. But early on. And, and this is something that, that we also decided specifically uh, to do with our kids is we wanted to, uh, especially during this time of year, during the holiday season, the idea of helping people that are less fortunate than we are. And so, yeah, that's and so terrific. one thing that my, my, uh, my kids did, my son started doing this, and then my daughter joined in when, when she got old enough, um, is they would raise, like, like Adler would make a, a lemonade stand in the... Uh, you know, during July and stuff like that. And he would uh, save the money and then we would use it. And like one year we would buy art supplies for the children's hospital or oh. we, or we'd go out and buy books. And so we would do that during the Christmas season. You know, we'd actually bring the stuff to the children's hospital. And so we, we, and we specifically would have the kids wear Santa hats. And so, so we would say, you're Santa you're, you're, you get to be Santa now. And so, and so they were embodying, oh, that's cool. They were yeah. embodying the idea. So we were, we, we kind of build Santa, not as like a ho, ho, ho. And, you know, you go sit on the Santa's lap at the mall and stuff like that. Right. We, we kind of spun Santa as like this, you know, the Christmas spirit kind of thing. And so, so yeah. it's something that you can get involved in and you can do something and you can, you can actually be the Santa Claus that's for to someone man, else. That's and so. so crazy that you mentioned that. First of all, I think that's very cool um, that you guys do that. Uh, very commendable. But it's crazy that you mentioned because my wife just mentioned that tonight that, um, you know, maybe next year, both of the kids will kind of be out of this Santa business. Mm -hmm. 
and that we could uh, encourage them to somehow be more involved in in being Santa for someone else. Right. I mean, right. almost the exact words you use. That's terrific. Yeah. I think that that's a terrific um, idea, right. and especially if. Like, you know, you obviously we live in America, so Christmas is a thing. Mm -hmm. And so um, I I suppose if 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 it's if it's going to be altered uh, in a way, man, that's a terrific way to do it. Yeah, that is something I could definitely get behind. That is, Um, uh, Yeah. Another another thing. Curiosity. What did they what did they do this year um, with regards to giving? What did did you guys end up deciding? To be honest, I don't know if we've done and we haven't done anything yet this year. You pagan. <laughs> but well, other things we've done in the past though is like um I don't know if they I mean I'm sure they have this kind of thing there, but you know, it's like um there'll be like a Christmas tree and like uh my wife would get these in in um but you know, right. like like in the skyways they'd have like a big Christmas tree there and then like they're and there'd be names that you could pluck off of it, like families that, that needed things, right. you know, and they'd say, you know, yeah. a family, there's a, you know, a mother and two boys and a girl or something like that, you know? And, and so, um, so we would do that once in a while too. And, um, and the kids really got into it. They, they like, they be like, yeah, can we, can we find a family that has a boy about oh, my age so and has cool. a girl about yeah. my age? And the, and then they would think about what would I want? You know, what kind of thing would I want? Yeah, and then that's, the, that's the kids really got to cool. go shopping. So, um, yeah, but we haven't done anything yet this year. So maybe, you know, it's not, we're a little bit behind the, behind the schedule here for this year. Yeah. Don't, don't let Lori hear, but I, I hear you're, you're behind in, in shopping for her as oh, well. Oh, she knows. She, oh, we, oh, okay. she, she knows that there's, there's, there's no hiding there. She knows <laughs> okay. very well that, um, well, you're behind the eight ball as well. I so. am. And that's not unusual for me. I, I do have a tendency to procrastinate, but also I have a legitimate, you know, reason too and that is right you have a bit of an excuse right my, uh our semester ends right around this time and so so the, the end of the semester and then i got finals week and then i got grading and and um so but yeah you're in and you know i just uh let me let me put it to you this way i spend a lot of money on overnight shipping <laughs> I was saying, right. uh, so, uh, my so wife would kill me I'm, if I spent money on. I'm contributing on to the economy in that myself, way. I'm contributing right? to yeah. the economy. So, so that's so <laughs> that terrific. so that's our deal. And so that that's a good way that we can transition now into yeah. Christmas as a secular holiday. Yeah. And um, and uh, one thing that I've seen um on like atheist podcasts and and, and atheist books and stuff is is uh some atheists. You know they're very much against the idea of of celebrating Christmas. Obviously, you know the name right there. It's a you know there's a there's a right. a, a tie into Christianity there, and so they'll have like um, solstice parties or or Kwanzaa right. or not not Kwanzaa, but what was the one on Seinfeld? The um, do you know what I'm Festivus talking about? Festivus. For the rest of us. Yes, that yeah. was it. The Festivus. That's right. So yeah. I've seen that kind of thing before, and 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 to me. To me, there's two Christ- there's two Christmases really. There's there's the you know the religious Christmas, but then there's also the secular Christmas, mm-hmm. and we just choose to celebrate the secular Christmas. Right. We we choose the Santa Claus, the snowman, the gingerbread, right. you know, all that fun, the Christmas tree, the tinsel. Yeah, we just don't go to church. You know, we we don't go into and and you it, know here's here's something that we've done too, and 
And um, you might want to consider instituting this in the, the Goodlett family too. Is So when we talk right. about Christmas, when we talk about, um, you know, Santa Claus, because, you know, like I said, we did, we told them right away that, that there wasn't a real person named Santa Claus and, and they were fine. They didn't, you know, it didn't spoil right. anything for them, but we told them that, well, other kids believe this. Right. And it's made a great transition into, well, yeah, some people believe in this God thing. Okay. And so, wow. so we got, yeah. and so it's kind of a, kind of a, an analogy there, right? There's, yeah. there's some, some, there's this thing, a bunch of people believe in it. They kind of get mad if you don't talk about it the right way. And you know, this, that, and the <laughs> other thing. And, and then, Oh, there's this yeah. other thing. Now we have these grownups uh, that are, that are, that believe this thing. Wow. And, and, um, and so, yeah, you know, we're not quite the same. We can co we can, can coexist. We can coex uh, that was my point though, is that we can, you know, we can get right. along with the the Santa believers. We can get along with the God believers too. <laughs> you know what I was thinking too when you were talking about how um the, you know there are some atheists who like just despise, uh -huh. loathe the idea right. of this Christian holiday. Those aren't atheists. They're anti-theists. I mean, there is like to me, anyhow, there's a huge distinction between someone who doesn't believe in God, someone like you, um, who's willing to dialogue, mm -hmm. who's willing to have a discussion, who's more open minded. There's a big difference between someone like you and an anti-theist. The anti-theists are the ones where they're they wear the emotions on their sleeve. They they may have had a bad experience. Maybe they haven't, but they despise <laughs> our God for whatever reason they have. They're, so there's this huge distinction. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say they despise your God. I would say that they despise the belief in the God. And the, regardless, and the effects. however you want to say yeah. it, they're the ones, the anti-theists are the ones that they wear their emotions. I, uh, they, you know, anything yeah. like this brings up. I've, I've seen that um, there. You can be an anti-theist and not be an angry anti-theist. Anti-theist basically just means not only do you not believe, but you're against religion. And there's very, there. I think there's some some legitimate reasons, but maybe we can take this up at a different episode. Um, you know the the concept. We're have the concept to. This of an already like two hours long. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Clearly, we're going to be doing some uh, heavy <laughs> editing here. Um, but um, but yeah, yeah. I I totally see where you're coming from. I've I've definitely heard from uh, atheists that are angry, um, and that uh, for them it's a matter of principle to not talk about Christmas. You know, for me it's just right. If if if, if uh, you know if Christians can borrow the word Easter for their for their big holiday. We can borrow the word Christmas for our holiday. And so, you know, and so it's not so much yet the word Christmas has a Christian origin, but to me, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, you know, tie in any particular meaning or, or anything like right. that. And so, so right. for me, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to celebrate, celebrate Christmas because to me, it doesn't have to be a religious holiday. There is this uh, holy secular aspect uh, to this right. holiday. And that's what I enjoy the getting together with family, having fun with friends and, you know, having some time off from work, getting a chance to, you know, splurge on the kids and, and to, right. and to uh, but also to instill some thoughtfulness and concern for, you know, our fellow human beings and so on. And, and so, mm -hmm. you know, so there's, there's, there's plenty there um, without having to dip into the, the Jesus pot um, 
Although I, you know, right. we got plenty of that when we were kids and, and, um, right. Um, you, you got your, your life full, but I, I uh, those, those, few right, years. right, right. But, um, <laughs> speaking of my family traditions, I did want to take a second yeah. to, um, uh, and this is something that's happened in recent years that kind of caught me off guard. And that is, mm-hmm. um, when I, I've known for a long time that I didn't believe in God, but there was there was a, a period of time when I was younger, maybe in my 20s and early 30s, where I was kind of like, well, could could God be like a like a like Spinoza's God, like Einstein's God, right? The God of nature and the, the awesomeness of, right. of of the natural right. world. And and, you know, I went through kind of the different phases of trying to reconcile my myself with you know, what I was raised, right. the environment, which I was raised. Um, and, but you know, there was a point in time where I decided, well, no, I don't believe in a God and, and I'm an atheist. And then there was also another point in time where like, well, I, you know, I should make it clear to my family. You know, I didn't want there to be yeah, any, you didn't come out during Christmas. Time, no, did no, you? no, I didn't. Oh, good. Okay. Well, good. I'm, I don't know. I don't know why that sound that sounded yeah. like horrific <laughs> right. to me. Like, no, don't do it, Scott. Don't do it. No, no, it wasn't. Well, I don't think it was. I don't remember. And so at first, you know, my parents, they're not really, you know, we don't agree on everything, but um, we do agree that you know, a family's a priority and that, that we care about each other and that we don't want to let things get in, in the way. And I, I, I was expecting, and at first there was kind of like a pushback. For example, um, there was one, and, and I, I'm not saying this because I think my family was trying to be overbearing or were trying to push me in any particular direction. I think that they were just, right. they weren't sure what to do. And so they were they were doing yeah. what they thought was best, and at least that's my my impression of it. Maybe they were being jerks about right. it. I don't know, but it <laughs> they kicked you out of their basement, <laughs> right. right? It didn't they- <laughs> it didn't seem like it at the time. But you know, for example, uh, one Christmas I got a, a gift from them. It was a uh, hundred dollar bill, and but then they also gave me a ten dollar bill, and they said um, you can have the one hundred dollar bill when you give the ten dollar bill to your church. Oh, and my, well, and my, my first thought was, that's kind of a dick move. <laughs> and, and, uh, but then, but then I, when I thought about it, I thought, well, I, no, I, I don't think it is. I think that they're just, they're, they want to still instill, I mean, they're still my parents, right? And they still want, right. they still have a feel of responsibility to share what they think is right and, and good. And so, um, I, you know, I was angry at it for a moment, but then I quickly got over it when I realized that, you know, that that wasn't it. But so really, I didn't spend the hundred bucks. I, I, I kept it in my dresser drawer with that $10 bill and it was just going to stay there. And be, really? Well, so you were like, that was a hill you were going to die on at that point. Well, I Maybe, maybe it was. Um, I, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was me being, you know, screw you. I'm not going to fall for your trap kind of thing. It was more like, a, <laughs> it was more like, to me, at least it felt like it was, well, this is, this is what they, this is what they gave me. And so, you know, the, uh, that's their wishes. And so that's fine. I'll go along with that. I just let it sit there. I didn't complain about it or didn't begrudge, right. you know, that my brother and my sister just went out and spent it or whatever. I don't know what they did with theirs, but, um, Right. And I just let it sit there. And then 
uh, you know, months later, like uh, my mom is in the choir and she does these performances and stuff. She had a performance at a church. So I went and I brought the 10 bucks and I dropped it in the plate. And so I was like, there, I've satisfied my, um, my requirement. Yeah. Yeah. And so, (laughs) but, but since then, I don't know why. I don't know why I was rooting for you just now. I'm like, come on, baby, get that hundred yeah, bucks. Baby steps. You can do it, Scott. You can do it. I can see it. the cracks right. forming, Jamie. I can see the cracks forming. Um, oh. But but since then, uh, and and there's been some heated moments and 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 some less heated moments, um, you know, since then. But in in recent years, and I really got to hand this to my family because clearly, they decided at one point that we want to include Scott's family in our, in our family thing. And so, and I, I really do appreciate this. And that is they've really laid off. Like, like for example, if they'll have us over on Christmas or something though, we don't do the program anymore. (laughs) And, and we don't, and you know, they'll, they'll be a prayer, but it won't be, in your face kind of thing. And and they don't make that big of a deal about, about it. In fact, um, I mean, they they would do something like um you know so how do you feel about us having a prayer or something like that or you know it'll be it it's right. kind of a it's a thoughtfulness and and so um right. so i really do appreciate that my family has has done it even though they they believe and and yeah, i'm fine with them praying as long as they don't expect me to participate and i've never told my kids that they couldn't but you know they and you know they can choose whatever to do whatever they want in that respect um but you know, it just goes to show you that it doesn't have to be butting heads, you know. And it's and so, um, right. you know, there was maybe a couple of years where we were uncomfortable going over for, for uh, you know, for religious holidays. But it's it's definitely, I don't know, I, I've I've never really talked about it to them. Um, I guess I am now, yeah. <laughs> kind of in a way. But um, you know, I I don't know if they sat down and said, you know what, let's um, we don't, you know, we can we can you know, worship our God at the same time, you know, not throwing it in anybody's face. And so they, so uh, it's been really awesome. And I know that there's, uh, and I, I say that from, uh, I feel like a, a privileged position here, because I know there's many uh, atheists out there whose families, it's not quite so smooth. And and mm-hmm. so, yeah. um, so anyway, I just wanted to share that, that it is possible for, you know, for an atheist to celebrate Christmas yeah, with a religious family and have there be harmony and 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 so forth. Right. Um, yeah, and so, but that's Good. the idea of of so so we have the religious holiday and we have the secular holiday. So what? Mm-hmm. Speaking of the of secular holiday, you know, we live in a in a in a government, you know, in a nation where we have freedom of religion, and so and so and part of that is the separation of of church and state, and so we and so the the government itself shouldn't be representing. Uh, a particular religion. What are your thoughts on the idea of like, um, like a, a, a you know a nativity scene on the you know on the state capitel or something like that? Right. What are your what what do you um, you know what what is your personal thoughts? And then what do you think as far as being a citizen of the United States? Uh, all right. Well, personally, I, I I think neutrality is a myth. Okay, so I think that everyone holds to some kind of religion. You may not call it that. And you may not worship the same way I do, but everybody has a worldview, a way of looking at things. So I, I don't think that there's any kind of neutral ground. That's like with uh, when laws are being passed, people are like, don't throw your 
you know, don't legis you can't legislate morality. Well, wait a minute. All laws legislate morality. The question is whose morality is it going to legislate? Now we might disagree with you. You might disagree with me on those things. Obviously, that might be for another time. Um, so I think neutrality is a myth in terms of that. So I, I don't know that there is a, a neutral for a thing. Peep, I think- for an individual, right? Neutrality would you're saying neutrality is a myth? I'm Correct. not saying I necessarily yes. agree with that, but you're talking about from the people's perspective, an individual yeah, person, right? right. Yes, right. yes. Now, now, but what about now like the as, government? Right. So, as the government, I mean, to to me, it doesn't bother me at all that the the manger scene isn't on the Capitol. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me at all. Um, I know that it bothers some Christians, but I I try to be consistent, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't know know that I would want you know, something else up there. So, okay, let's, let, let's try to have it as, um, as neutral as possible. Um, the thing, I think where, where it bothers me is when they're trying to like erase or change history in the name of inclusion or political correctness. Like what do you, what do you so, mean? So like, and this doesn't necessarily have to do much with Christmas, but like, taking down the Confederate stuff mm-hmm. down South, like is, is like, that's a part of our history. Um, or, well, the, I mean, that's a different Columbus story. Day, re- renaming Columbus day to national and indigenous people's day. I mean, uh-huh. to me at that point, that's not neutral. That, that those are worldview issues. Um, so, right, but you know, with, with, I mean, again, this might be a those, whole different podcast. Those are Listen, world. Talk- those are worldviews that include things you, like slavery and, and so forth. You asked right? me my opinion, right? Right. You asked me my opinion. So yeah. uh, those are totally separate. Well, you, I mean, listen, uh, humanists also champion Margaret Sanger, who was a horrific woman. Uh-huh. Her beliefs were horrific. So, like, my point is, is that I, I, I think it's tough for anybody or anything to be completely neutral. And it, but it doesn't bother me for our government, state, local, federal, mm-hmm. to try and be neutral. Mm-hmm. What bothers me is when they go out of their way to be anti-theist. Like when they go out really? of their way to change things. What, um, what do you like, mean? What for do you instance, mean? well, if they wanted to sing a Christmas carol on the steps or something, uh-huh. and it happens to say the name of Jesus in it, or so, oh, we can't have that. Well, wait a minute. This is Christmas. It's it, this is a holiday mm-hmm. in, in America that we're celebrating. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying that that we should go all Christian out on you. I'm not going to bang you over there with the Bible, but like really, we're not going to sing a carol because it's got the name Jesus in it, or because it says Merry Christmas. Like to me, that's bothersome. Well, I don't. So I don't cool. think there's a problem with Merry Christmas. I think, but Boy, there, but yeah. What do you mean? There's not a problem with Merry Christmas. You got every Tom, Dick, and Harry, um, at least store. Now I know we're talking private business, but yeah. you got every Tom, that's Dick, a, and Harry separate, store. That's a separate thing. Well, listen, I, I guarantee you, if you had somebody who 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 made a fuss and ran down to the um to the um. Oh, what is that called? Freedom from Religion Foundation. Mm-hmm. They would run down there and say, "Oh, so and so is like the security guard in there keeps telling people Merry Christmas." I guarantee you, he would be asked to change to something neutral. 
like well, I, or idea of neutrality, the... like happy holidays or something like which isn't neutral at all, but still, nonetheless, yeah. he would he would be asked to change that. I guarantee you I, that if, would happen. I think if it was like a like a government employee, then that would Right, but you said it wasn't happening, and I'm saying that stuff like that does happen all the time. It's like no, if, if somebody, if, if if person says Merry Christmas, that's not. I mean, yeah, have you seen lawsuits against well, yeah, government employees seen, for saying Merry uh, yeah, Christmas? I've, yeah, I've seen Freedom from Religion Foundation, yes, what? going after all kinds of public. Uh, employees for doing things like that, for being involved. In, you, you can't say stuff like that. Uh, I I think you might be a little off on that. I mean, I know that they well, I know that yeah. they filed lawsuits against like like a uh, you know having a government building that has yeah, like a nativity yeah, I'm not talking scene or about something. That because I'm against that as well. Like I get it. Like uh-huh. if 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 you, the local government doesn't want. Uh, the major scene up there, boy, man, I get that. I'm, yeah, I'm totally I, I, in favor I, I, of taking I, that down. I think you're. Well, I, I no, I okay. Yeah, well, maybe I maybe some of these can, things up. It it it, it drives oh, me like crazy a security guard saying like, "Merry Christmas" is going to cause a right. lawsuit. Really, seriously, yeah, you've seen yeah, that? Yes, okay, well, yes. It's it's one of those that's and that's what bugs me. It's like, well, wait a second. For the vast majority of. I would say Americans, at least, or probably the world, Christmas or Christmas time is celebration of Christ's birthday. Well, that's a, that's a, that's not justification for why that should be allowed. Right. However, however, what bothers me is when when people go out of their way mm-hmm. over things like that. I'm not talking about the manger or things like that. It's not what I'm talking about. These these other things like they they like like I don't believe you can be neutral. Like I think it's very difficult for anything to be completely neutral. And so what I'm seeing is is this this swing from a Christian, more of a Christianese kind of uh, government or whatever, to a, a, a secularism, but not like this indifference to but a complete rejection and exclusion of. But, but no, but that's not, no, that's not what's happening. First of all, we're not transitioning from a Christianese government to a secular government. We were a secular government from day one. Okay. Okay. But do you, you understood what I was trying to say? Right. I I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. But that wasn't what I was saying. I wasn't saying that the government was somehow Christian. I'm saying that, that it, that that we are seeing, and I understand why we're seeing some of this stuff. I get it, and I'm not against most of it. Mm-hmm. The idea of 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 kind of the Christianizing being taken out of all of these various um, components of public and private uh, life here in the U.S. So it's going from at least the appearance of more Christian or religious. To I a would more say, secular. I would say the population is changing. Um, yeah, well, regardless, the demographics what I'm of the is, population in- is changing, but the, you know, but the under, the, but the government is not changing. Well, no, well, the government's well, changing in the other direction, right? But again, that's that's a whole other yeah, issue for another. Yeah, I'm episode. just saying it's it's not it's not going from like Merry Christmas to to now being kind of indifferent. I'm seeing more of an exclusion. It's not just a freedom. Um, it, it, you know, it's, 
instead of instead of yes you could you could be religious it's now like no you can't in certain in certain aspects i know that's probably totally different podcast i don't well right? actually that's separation uh, of church and that's, state that's kind of our, our next step here is we we talked about christian or christmas as a religious holiday we talked about as a secular holiday now we're looking at um christmas as a divider as a divider i hate you scott <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. In the fourth part, we'll come back together and everybody will be right. happy yes, again. Yes, we will. Okay. We always come back together. So, so <laughs> you're seeing, I, I, you know, I just don't see it. I don't see people saying that you can't say, Mer- I've, I've never heard anybody say that you can't say Merry Christmas. Yeah. Well. Who told you that? It happens. Well, I mean, I'd have to go dig up my sources. I mean, but I, I, I can there. understand. I, I've heard things like saying that, um, that you know the government sponsored events should be more inclusive and i've i've okay I've, and so i i yeah but that's different than saying like you jamie goodlett can't say merry christmas yes as part of as a government employee as part of making this 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 government event more inclusive you cannot do x y oh, and z as a representative of the government Right. Well, if I'm a but, security guard, and 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 I'm and I'm at the and I'm working at the postal service, you know, for I don't know for, for I don't know Christmas time packages in and out, you know, there there are issues there, where where we're we're going like, like what I'm trying to say is we're going from this this place of where some of these things were acceptable in the past, now have they not only become neutral like well we don't care now it's we you can't do that right but i think you're forgetting your favorite word here what's that what's your favorite word i don't know what is my favorite context 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 right so that's your favorite word so you're forgetting the context here yeah we can't uh you know we don't want to have uh postal employees excluding people from the community Okay, if, if they if the, if somebody comes up and they're and they have, you know, clearly a, a, a Muslim outfit on with the hijab and so forth, and they say Merry Christmas to them, then that's 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 a dividing, you know, that's right. a dividing you don't, word you don't, there. You don't that's, see that's that a, that's as, an exclusion. You don't see that as a little extreme. Yeah, I do see it as a little extreme, but I don't see it as a lot extreme. Okay, like I and I, I don't either. It's just a cumulative effect. You know, and, but but it, but still, if, if we're it, but it's but it's still all part of that context, and the context is a context of 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 separation, a context of us versus them, and it's not just it's not just the non-religious or the other religious picking on the Christians. There's you know, it takes two to tango, right? And so, um, not everybody is like this, but there are people that will say Merry Christmas or they say God bless you as like, almost like they're spitting it at you. You know, it's like, screw you. I'm saying this to your face. What are you going to do about it? Right? Not everybody's like that. In fact, probably not most people are like that, but there are people like that. Okay. And so there's a, there's a context of, um, especially nowadays of division mm-hmm. of people that are different. And that's one way to, uh, a, a a grain of sand is not going to hurt 
you very much. But if it's in your shoe all day, it's going to wear away and wear away. And by the end of the day, it's going to hurt like heck, right? And so kind of, that's kind of the same thing. You say, you're getting upset about a grain of sand. Well, it's not just the grain of sand. It's the fact that it was stuck in my shoe all day. And I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I had these dress shoes on. So they're already kind of uncomfortable and, you know, blah, 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 and this, that, and the other thing. And so it's more, it's more than just um, somebody saying Merry Christmas to you. It's, it's, it's that whole environment of, of uh, rubbing salt in the wounds and of, of, of people who want to say things like, well, America's a Christian nation and we around here, we say Merry Christmas or fuck you, you know, that kind of thing. And so <laughs> is that, is yeah. that, maybe that should be the motto of our Christmas episode. Here. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And, but you, you know what I'm, do you know what no, I'm talking, do you at least I, understand yes, what I, I'm talking yes, about I there? I can completely understand okay. what you're talking about there. I think that, that, and, that part of my, my thing is as a Christian, what I'm saying is we want to be inclusive of everyone except mm-hmm. you. At least that's what I'm seeing from a Christian, from a Christian perspective. Uh-huh. We want to include everyone, but the Christian forget you. Right. So, so, so why, why do you think, why do you feel that what that suggesting that, government employees say happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Why do you feel like that excludes you? It's not just that. It's not just that. It's it's everything else. It's it seems to be that um I mean you're not seeing uh you're not seeing the government going after um you know Islamic bakeries for for not for not baking cakes for homosexuals. You're you're not seeing that what? I've I've never heard of an Islamic bakery, but if there was one, I'm and they and they refused service, then I would be totally okay. On the well, side you're, but of, you're consistent. You know, I just I, it just seems as if you're seeing more and more of this, and maybe because that's what's hitting my newsfeed. I try to be as broad brushed as I can because I want to know at least what the, what what does somebody say? I, I read the Bible every day and the Washington Post, so I can know. What, what the enemy's plans are or something like that. It's supposed to be a joke uh, <laughs> j- just so, so that you could, you know, I try to be as broad brushed as I can. I try to have atheists as my friends on Facebook. I, tr- you know what I'm saying? Just so I could I- at least try to understand their perspective better. If mm-hmm. anything, it's going to allow me to just uh, sharpen my sword, so to speak. Um, um, well, okay. <laughs> geez, that made me sound super jihadish there. Okay. Let me, can I walk that hmm. back? That, Maybe yeah, that's a, yeah. Well, there's I'm, I'm a verse in the Bible, with a Iron Shield sh- with a big cross on it, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there's a verse in the Bible, Iron sharpens iron, and the, just this idea of Christians challenging each other, and 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 on certain things to make each other uh, mm-hmm. better. You know that. that okay, kind of, that's that's where that was coming from. So don't read into that. Right. Well, at least you recognize the possibility that maybe you have a biased viewpoint. Okay, consider the possibility that somebody saying happy holidays there if they were trying to be if they were trying to exclude you, they wouldn't say that they'd say happy Festivus or whatever. I mean, they would say, you know, happy Hanukkah or, you know, blessed Ramadan or Ramadan, of course, comes at different times of the year. But you know what I mean? I mean, it would it's you know saying something like happy holidays is not exclusionary. But it can, well, let me, I guess there's a caveat there. It can be just like 
God bless you can be spat at you like a curse. So can screw you. I'm saying happy holidays, you know, it's, and so, yeah, I can, I can see where you're coming from, but I don't think that, I don't think it's as, I don't think Christians are persecuted nearly as much as they think they are. And that, and, and let's I agree with to, you. Like I, let's I add, can, yeah, let's I add can, that to our eighth spinoff episode right, now. From, right. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. I, I will say this Christians are without a doubt the most persecuted people in the world. I think in the United States, we have a cakewalk. No, listen, hear me out. Hear me out. That's demonstrable. In the United States, it's a cakewalk. It's easy here. We're hardly persecuted at all here in the United States. You want to talk about worldwide, how many Christians every day are being slaughtered? Look it up. I'm not talking (laughs) about here in America. I'm talking Uh about in, in communist China. Uh I'm talking about in Iran. I'm talking about in places that will get you imprisoned and or killed for sharing the gospel. Right. And today, the most persecuted in the world today. Well, that's because you're, I mean, as far as numbers are concerned. Yeah. Cause you're, there's more of you than there are Jews. I think the Jews Uh, would argue that maybe they've had a rougher time. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying in (laughs) all of history, I'm saying right now in history of all the people, demographic groups that are alive today, sex, religions, worldviews, whatever, Mm -hmm. Christians are the most uh, persecuted. Hmm. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I live in luxury compared to other people. Please, podcast Hmm. world, hear me when I say that (laughs) I have an amazing easy ride in the United States. Christians in America have no idea what persecution is really like. None. I'd be right? curious to see some actual numbers there. I will I be think, happy. Uh, I it's think, demonstrable. Uh, I'd be happy to show you. I think gay communities would maybe have no. a, a, a say, a different so there. Gay, I know that. Gay, so gays are being slaughtered by the thousands every day? Yeah. They're being well, thrown off of buildings. Uh, uh, well, okay. I, I will demonstrably show <laughs> next podcast. We're going to have to do like a instant replay so okay. I can show you, show you the stats. All right. Listen, I'm not saying that that is that, that, that that's something like a point for, for Jamie. Like I, like I said, I, I have it easy here. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that. A lot of people don't realize how many Christians are killed every day, not because they're breaking the law per se. Uh-huh. It's not like they're going out and, and throwing rocks at cops, you know what I'm saying, or something like that, or, right, or they're misbehaving, right. and that's why they're getting killed. But they're getting killed simply by either meeting together um, so they could share their faith with each other or 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 trying to prophetize and I mean, China is ripping, burning churches down to the ground and killing everyone who's inside. I mean, this is happening all over the world, except right. for here and in America, where we have a nice little bubble. Temporar- <laughs> all temporarily. Right. Well, let, let's commit to looking into that. Maybe we can have a maybe we can even spin the, and have a whole separate es- uh, episode on that. Number nine. Let, let's let's add that to the list. OK, yeah. so on a lighter note. <laughs> Much lighter note, yes. Bill O'Reilly. <las> yeah, okay. what about him? Yeah. Former Fox uh, 
news, uh, you know, guy. I, I guess he had a show, right? Until yeah, it was popular uh, you know, up for until a little recent. while. And so, so he sexually harassed people. I think. Well, yeah, I I didn't want to go there. You're well, the one who brought that up. <laughs> I think that's what happened. So I mean, yeah, it definitely it is did. what it is, man. Um, but but that that's you know that's a side issue that's separate from. His uh, his war on Christmas, right? So, what are your yeah. what's your take on the war on? I, you told me before that you thought I would be surprised with your your take on the yeah. war on Christmas. Again, so I'm, I, I'm curious as to what you think about that. I, I take um, a, a stance of personally, if I'm trying to be super objective about this, it probably feels a lot like a war on Christmas to a lot of Christians because. What we used to be able to do, we can with freedom, we can no longer do in the name of inclusion. And I'm okay. not saying that's a bad thing. I'm mm-hmm. just saying we people wanting to take the Ten Commandments down. We used to be able to hang those for wherever we mm-hmm. wanted to. Uh, people, you know, not not allowed to have this or talk about that or put this here, or put that there. And again, right. I'm talking about government and you know, so. It's, it's so we've matured. Christians. We've matured. We've we've come to well, recognize that there's other people. Our, our not, population, yeah. our population becomes more diverse, and so right. we start okay. to care well, more about other people. Yeah. So well, make 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 whatever, um, whatever conclusions you want to about that. That I'm saying, right? That I'm saying that I agree. There was a, a day of, when you could do that kind of stuff without and worrying about now that. Now that that those kind of things are being taken away, uh-huh. it appears as if we're being picked on, right? So right. I could see yes. why Christians would see that. Yes. However, so I I will say there are some things that that justifiably, um, I think they it goes overboard. Like we talked about earlier. Like really, we can't sing the song because it says Merry Christmas or Jesus in it, or like mm-hmm. really, like. So I think some of those things, it's going too far. But uh, for the most part, I don't think there's a a war on Christmas. I think Mm -hmm. it appears to be from our perspective because of the idea of inclusion. So you Mm -hmm. can't do this now because we're going to try to include everyone. And so you're out. I think that's a fair view. I think that's a fair view. Man, chalk it up. And, and let me give you, um, in in that vein, sometimes, uh, you know, when we're eating dinner here with the kids and we like to, you know, put on a show, like, I, you know, have the TV on or something. And uh, lately we've been watching Bob's Burgers. I don't, you ever watch Bob's Burgers? You ever heard of that? Uh, no. Is that on like uh, Food Channel? Uh, no, it's on... Uh, we're we're watching it on one of the streaming. I can't remember what exactly we watch it on, but it's a it's just a, it's a show. It's it's a you know an animated show, and um, kind of in the veins of like The Simpsons kind of thing. Right. You know, his family always kind of gets in trouble, and you know they have to deal with stuff, and they got you know these different personalities in their family. But that's <laughs> but that's besides the point here. Um, my point was that. Um, so sometimes like Adler will come, he says, I want to watch this. Or Kaylee will say, I want to watch this. Mm-hmm. And what I say to them is there's plenty of shows that we all want to watch. Okay. There are solutions where we are all happy. So, mm-hmm. so, so I'm not, I'm not taking away your show because 
so that you can't do it. I'm saying that there are things that we all want to do, right? And so, so if somebody says, let's not sing, uh, oh, come all ye faithful, because we can sing jingle bells, right? Because there are Christmas songs that are not of a religious bent and that are more inclusive. And it's not saying, it's not saying you can't sing that religious song as much as it's saying there are plenty of songs that, that are inclusive of everyone. You know, if, if we want to, you know, if we want this to be a time of brotherhood and sharing and, and that kind of thing, that's a better way to do it. Okay. Now I think, I think your point of view is legit here. I think that, um, I don't, agree that that's what's happening, but I can certainly understand how somebody might feel that way. Okay. okay? And so, um, but I did want to say, I, I did want to um, bring up, I, oh, by the way, I wasn't all that surprised by your, your take on, on the oh, war okay. on Christmas, by the Dang way. Dang it. <laughs> you didn't catch me there. Um, <sighs> but I wanted to bring up, so something that today was on uh, Fox and Friends you know, that, that, uh, ever inclusive show there, uh, Dennis Prager, I'm sure you've heard of him, Dennis, Dennis Prager's radio talk show host and so forth. Orthodox Jew. Yeah. Yep. And so he said, yeah, Orthodox Jew. And so he said, I'm deeply worried about the radical secularization of America and the obvious, and the obvious arena, the most obvious perhaps is changing Christmas into holiday. Kids no longer have Christmas vacation, holiday vacation. Companies no longer have Christmas parties, holiday parties. And of course, it's happy holidays, not Merry Christmas. And so just the way that he's phrasing that, he's saying, you know, it's it's exactly what you were talking about. It's it's um, none of none of what he said was a negative thing about him or his beliefs. Saying a holiday party is not excluding Christmas, saying, you know, a holiday vacation for the for the yeah, kids is not was, excluding Christmas. Yeah, but when it was Right. Something. And it's being taken away. That's like, so it's not like, hey, we're sitting down to eat and now we're all going to decide which TV channel to watch. And there are certain channels that we all like. It is, I'm sitting at the table and I'm watching something on TV that I like. Mm -hmm. And you guys come to the table and one of you doesn't like what we're watching. So now we have to change the channel. So I'm not saying it's right. We're changing. I'm not saying I'm in the right. We're changing it to a channel that we all like. Right, but what I'm saying is, is it's it's not uh, this. Uh, what you said earlier was not analogous. So it's not like we're sitting down and we're now going to just decide, um, you know, what we want to do or how, what channel are we going to all watch? No, no, no. I was watching TV on a certain station first at the table. Right, y'all joined in and now decided to change things up again. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying from the perspective of the Christian, uh, it's not just, oh, we're going to something neutral. No, no, no. It's taking from us. No, no, that's not. To to take, to to, to bring something neutral. It's not taking anything from you. Christmas is a holiday. If somebody says happy holidays to you, that includes Christmas as much as any other holiday. Right. And so so we're not. It's the idea behind it. It's the idea behind it. The idea behind it is we're not going to celebrate Christmas anymore. We're going to celebrate 
all of the things. No, but now. no, no, it's, gonna... that's wrong. That's wrong. It's okay. We're not saying we're not going to celebrate Christmas anymore. We're saying we're not just going to celebrate Christmas anymore. Right. And, and that's why I brought up the analogy of right. sitting at, at the dinner table. That's exact- it's not like we're starting from scratch. I was watching something at the table. Right. We'd be, and then you guys got and, here and, and you we're, decided to change we're it. We're still going to watch something that you want, but we're also going to watch something that we all want. But, right. But do you see how that appears to us right. to be yeah. like we're, we're losing ground? Right. It appears that way. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It appears right. that way, I, yeah. I, I, and, and right. so I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's just you were it, you were used to getting your way when you were watching TV, right? right. Well, I'm, uh, listen, I'm not making or drawing any conclusions, right. Other than the fact that you know it, 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 it's not this neutrality. It's it, to us thinks it's being it's, removed. It seems we're, that we're way to you. Tr- yes. Well, it is, and it still might be including us right. in a way. As much as it was it, before. Uh, no. It's just including us. If it was, you, it, then we would just keep saying Merry Christmas. Well, you would think but it's you not, can. So. You can still say Merry Christmas. Yeah. No, not if you work in, in a public building. Not can. as a government employee. You, as mm-hmm. a government representative, right. Right. Exactly. you can't. But that, exactly, but that's, that's my point. But that's not I'm saying, not saying it's right or wrong. That's not I'm you can't say that Christmas. That's not you can't say Christmas, right? Well, I can't if as soon, if as, soon as that postal employee a, goes home, they can say Merry Christmas all they want. Well, sure, right. That's always been the case, but it also has always been the so case the only thing that they that they could say Merry Christmas, but right. now it's not. So in the past, so things are being taken away from us. I'm not saying right. that it's that it's wrong that right. it, this is happening and that we're including it now. But what I'm saying is is that that we did have rights in the past. The thing that are now no. The th- are no longer the thing we- the thing that's being taken away from you is the right to exclude others that's what's being taken away you yeah does it sound ridiculous to say that to, about merry christmas no that cuz it's a 100% accurate okay, well, right and and that's and that's why we have these discussions because i i understand i understand things like the nativity scene not right. being on on public grounds, but something as little as Merry Christmas. Again, if it's the, it if seems it's, like if that's a little thing, then it shouldn't matter. You, then there, then there shouldn't be that big of a deal for you to include everybody okay, well, then rather than right, just, well, then I'll just take a bunch of little stuff away from you too. After a while, the little things add up and you go, Hey, wait a second here. No, You're the one who said it was a little thing. Right. I know. And then what I'm saying though is, and, and you're basically saying, well, if it's a little thing, then it shouldn't be a big deal to you. And what I'm saying is, is after time, a bunch of little things then tend to add up. But it's, I think but you it's and I a, are on the more. It's a percept. It's you're, there's nothing actually being taken away. Except for, yes, I can't say Merry Christmas. You can just not as a representative of the government. Right. So that's being taken away. But you can we still used to be able to do you it. Can and still, you can still wish people a Merry Christmas, but you say it. In a in a way that's not exclusive no, of other people. I can't say Merry Christmas. Happy right, holidays. So being taken if you away. say Happy holidays, you are wishing somebody to have, well, a, have a Merry no, Christmas. No, I'm not wishing it the way I want to. As Merry, listen, you, you have. Yeah, oh to admit, yeah, you can't say it the way that you want to. Yeah, I agree with that. Like I can't say Merry Christmas. Right. I, th- that seems completely ridiculous to me. Oh well, it's not because you're a Christian. Okay. Well, let's. <laughs> you're a Christian. Let's move that's on. That's why it doesn't seem right. ridiculous to you. If it's a big deal, then it okay, should be that so it's a big deal from the other side too. If it's not a big deal, then why make a big deal about it? 
if it's right. a small little, That's... if it's a small, tiny little thing that you're asking for, mm-hmm. then listen, then I don't not... care. I don't care about most of this stuff. I just spent the majority of this podcast saying it doesn't bother me. Right. That, but that, that Merry that Christmas, that just secular. sticks no, in your no, craw. It's, it's not. <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's kind of the idea. And I think you understand what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, that, that, that you can at least see where I'm coming right, from. Right. I do. Like, like really? I, I already, like, I told you that I thought that that was a legit point of view. But what I'm saying is that it's a biased point of view. And I'm not saying that just Christians are biased. I'm just saying Christians that have been the majority for, since the beginning of this country have gotten used to having certain, having their way in certain things. And now when they're asked to let other people sit at the table too, yeah, they're losing their port, their area of the table by being forced to share with other people. Can we Is that move a bad on thing? to like where we? <laughs> can we move on to where we like? Agree? No, this was the like, lighter we, conversation, right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> I want to get to our inclusive. I w- Christmas is inclusive. Right. Let me let me uh, say there was a couple other things I wanted to say because you mentioned that Dennis Prager was a. Um, was a, a Jewish, uh, was a Jew. Jew. And so mm-hmm. um, I wanted to point out, uh, so this was something that I found when I was looking into this War on Christmas thing. And this is from a pamphlet um, published in 1920s by uh, a publishing company owned by Henry Ford of the Ford Motor Company. Um, and it was called mm-hmm. The International Jew, The World's Foremost Problem. All right. So that was the, that was the name of the pamphlet. <laughs> yeah. And it says, okay. people sometimes ask why 3 million Jews can control the affairs of 100 million Americans in the same way that 10 Jewish students can abolish the mention of Christmas and Easter out of schools containing 3,000 Christian pupils. Okay, so nowadays they're saying that, oh, it's the secularist war on Christmas. In the 1920s, they were talking about the Jewish faith. Was imprinting. Well, if all you people would stop worrying on Christmas, we'd be all right. Oh, but there's more. Okay, here's from a pamphlet. Here's from a pamphlet um, published by the John Birch Society um, in 1959 called "There Goes Christmas." The UN fanatics launched their assault on Christmas in 1958, but too late to get very far before the holy day was at hand. They are already busy, however, at this very moment on efforts to poison the 1959 Christmas season with their high-pressure propaganda. What they now want to put over on the American people is simply this. Department stores throughout the country are to utilize UN symbols, United Nations symbols, and emblems as Christmas decorations. So my point there is that it's, it's not, I mean, this isn't anything that, that's new. Okay, it's not something it's it's the perspective on this is that, boy, they're chipping away, chipping away, chipping away at Christmas. And again, I can see that I can I can understand that perspective. And please don't think that I'm I'm saying you're just being a whiny little baby. Okay, that's not what I'm saying at all. Okay, what I'm saying is that, yes. If you're in a privileged position and then some of that privilege is taken away from you, it feels like something is being taken away from you that you, you know, like, hey, that was mine. I did, you know, you get used to it. And when it's not there, look at how much we complain about how long it's taking our computers to start up. 
It took mm. 30 <laughs> seconds for my phone to start up. Oh. Do you know how long? I, when I was in junior high. Yes, I do. Yes, I do I know how a, long. Because I remember the yeah. stupid the, the sound it yep. would make. I had a Tandy 800. Okay. <laughs> Remember the the Tandys where yeah. there was like Space Quest. You remember Space I, Quest? I don't remember Space uh, Quest, but I I, oh, I imagine I yeah, played it's a it. Great game. So, but yeah, so you, you start loaded. up the computer. It, it took two you days. Start the, you yeah. go off and do something else, and then you come back, right? That's right. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But now, since we're so used to instant feedback, as soon as our as soon as my phone takes five seconds to load a web page, I'm like, why is this thing taking so long? I feel it too, okay? Right. It's not just Christians. It's just right. that we happen to be talking about a Christian thing at this moment. Okay? Right. So anyway. <sighs> so we've we've covered all the Christmas as a divider uh, topics yeah. there. Let's talk yeah. about Christmas as an includer. Okay? Let's yes, talk about cl- Christmas as an includer. people. Uh, and I already talked about my family, my family traditions and, and yeah. how – my and mm-hmm. again, I could it, it could be just my imagination, but it really seems like my family has kind of adapted to to be to be welcoming to me. I, I don't yeah to their credit and and, yeah. uh, and, and yeah, it's not just my that. parents yep. too. It's my my greater family as well. And so you know, kudos to my family for for really making me feel welcome when when it could have gone drastically wrong. Um, but yeah, you know, to me that's what Christmas is all about. You know, to me, that's what Christmas is about a time when uh, people can come together and be together and have a feast together and hang out together and tell stories and talk about this, that, and the other thing. And, um, and I, I, I wanted to bring up one, uh, one thing here. And, and this is um, it's, it's been a, a tradition for me for the last few years. And have you ever heard of Tim Minchin? Tim Minchin, he's a musician. Mm, can't say, mm, can't say. That. Well, he's a, he's a musician. He's an atheist musician, and he has a song called "White Wine in the Sun," and that is something. And, and it's a song. It's about his perspective on Christmas. Uh, you know, the song is about how you know he doesn't really go into all the church stuff. He doesn't. You know, it's not to him. It's not about commercialization, and you know, to him, it's about. Being with his family, you know, he looks. He's a uh, Australian, right, or, or New Zealand. I think Australian. Um, and so, so his family celebrates. You know, December is summertime down under, right? Mm-hmm. You know, from being in Minnesota, it's hard for me to imagine <laughs> December. <laughs> right. But, uh, right. So this, there is a thing called right, the yeah. sun, and it comes out and melts yeah, all the you snow. Mean, what? It's right. not just gray the whole world over. Right, no, and so the right. song is about how he. Oh. That's. It's just that's something that's very important to him. He, and in the song, he, he sings about, I like to celebrate Christmas. I like Christmas. And this is what it means to me. It's not about Jesus. It's not about buying gifts. He, he talks about, he actually talks about how he uh, regrets that people have commercialized Jesus to a point, you know, to sell products and that kind of thing. And, right. um, yeah. and, and, um, but he says, you know, the, what he looks forward to is that, you know, so he's a musician now, he travels all over the world. And so, but in Christmas time, he goes back and he hangs out with his family and they drink white wine in the sun. So that's what the song's about. And so that, to me, mm-hmm. that's what really yeah. symbolizes uh, Christmas. It's a time for me to spend time with my friends and my family here, for me to think about my friends that are not here and, you know, that kind of thing. What, right. uh, why don't you, um, 
what's some of your family traditions that that really that really well, mean a lot to uh, you as far as Christmas growing, is concerned? Growing up, um, I know towards um, at least my high school years. Well, I guess grade school we go over to my uh, my grandpa and grandma Goodlitz, and and we'd have Christmas Eve over there, open up a bunch of gifts, and then. Uh, as I got older in high school, we did more. Did you have a like, program? Uh, no program. No, no program. Okay. Ate, I listen. This is nuts. I remember when, and I think this is when I became an adult. Okay, so the I remember. I mean, distinctly remember the one year going to my grandparents on Christmas Eve, and all I wanted to do was open up gifts. I couldn't believe we had to wait till after dinner. I hated right. dinner. I oh, wanted, we always had to wait till after church. I, Oh, yeah. I, I just wanted to open mm. the gifts. Forget dinner. We could eat dinner later. Mm-hmm. Then the next year, I could give two rats about the gifts. <laughs> All I wanted was that honey-baked ham that my grandma made. And my yeah. aunt made this 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 um, macaroni and cheese, like with the cheese baked on top. It's just mm-hmm. amazing. I couldn't. I, and so I re- distinctly remember that, that separation, going from caring about the gifts to and now caring about the food. But right, we used right. to do that on Christmas Eve. Um, uh-huh. And then as I got older, we used to go um, – we used to go actually cut our own tree. So we did mm-hmm. that several years in a row. Uh, and now what I think is so awesome, the last um, four years um, since we've been here in Columbus, the, the church I attend here, uh, Trinity Assembly of God, we have um, a candlelight service. Uh, for Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and we get these things called luminaries. Basically, it's just um, it's like a sword, milk right? Jugs. No, no. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> no, no, not a sword. I, I, I thought a- you meant like the candles with the little plastic uh, uh, circles on them, or the little yes, paper those, circles. But yes, yeah. those, those, but right. um, oh, the swords. Yeah, I can't get it now. Right. They kind of yeah. do so look they like got a little shield guard but on it. We right have now. these. We have these. Um, plastic milk jugs. You you mm-hmm. fill up a third of the way with sand. Oh and then right, you put yeah. Candles in them, and you right. we set them out all over the property. Yeah, there's like four hundred of these things, mm-hmm. and then we have this giant Christmas tree um, that is um, on the platform, all decorated in white, and we put lights on the in- candles on the inside, and we do candlelight service on Christmas Eve, and it is spectacular. I wouldn't miss it for the world. We all mm. love it. Um, our pastor does a drama that night. He's terrific. Um, he studied uh, theater in college mm-hmm. uh, along with being in the seminary, and so he does drama, and it's just terrific. So that's some of the stuff that we do. Of course, we do a lot of the commercialized stuff, too. You know, we go look at Christmas lights and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we go shopping and, you know, we do the sand a bit. And do you, you ever know, do the caroling the thing? You ever, like, go around caroling? Well, our, I never our really understood that. church goes to nursing homes. Oh, okay. uh, We go to nursing homes, uh, and uh, they just went this last Wednesday. Um, the the uh, younger kids uh, went to the nursing home, and they sang carols for some of the elderly there some of them aren't going to have anybody come visit them during the holidays and so they i know they particularly look forward to when we come and we have a monthly uh thing where we go into the nursing home and do stuff for them um have us uh have a a little service and do some other things so Mm -hmm. um they do that and uh but for a long time in between the uh my leaving my home as a as a as a teenager i guess like getting out of high school mm-hmm. and having a family of my own um i didn't do much in the way of celebrating christmas because i was working mm-hmm. as a fireman and a young guy 
uh, a lot of times I was uh, tasked with you got a job as a young homes. guy. Well, <laughs> does yeah. that make you get good pay being a young guy? <laughs> young guy, yeah. Uh, well, yes, a young guy is a position on the fire department. Ah, and, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had no whiskers, is what they say. Kid, you don't have any whiskers yet. You gotcha. got to work the. And what did you it. say? It's, Something about filth flarn, or what was your word mm-hmm. again? Filth flarn. Oh, you said uh, mother, mother, some- mother. Mother Huncher? Mother Huncher, that's the one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so I would get I would get stuck working Christmas because you know, okay. all the other guys, oh, they got families, they would right. be home with their right. So I so I didn't really get the chance to celebrate um Christmas in that kind of traditional sense. Christmas morning, wake up, had the coffee, the, the you know, presents under the tree, things like that. Mm-hmm. And now um actually I'm I'm kind of I have the chance to do that now the last few years. So it's been it's cool. been nice just spending, you know, spending time here with my family. And right. of course I got to go and I do family stuff with, with uh, my wife's side. Mm-hmm. And then I, of course I do family stuff. We do family stuff with, with, with our, with my side of the family. So right. yeah, a lot of family stuff, nothing in stone as far as tradition goes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said earlier, we try to keep it focused around what we believe is the real reason, regardless of whether it's pagan or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we, we focus on, on the fact that God came to us as a man. And, um, and so that's, that is the, the reason we celebrate. All right. That's, uh, that's not a surprise. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, hope I don't, I don't think that's a big surprise there. Um, yeah. As the last little bit here though, and talking about Christmas as an includer, I want to uh, tell a, a short little story. Um, <laughs> I'm starting to sound like my dad now. I just want to tell you a little story. I just saw this in the newspaper the other day. Part of the this is part of this the, is the podcast. program. Quote, See program, right? Yeah. It's it's ingrained in me, right? It's ingrained That's in right. me. No, it, but this is uh, it's um, I heard about this on a, on a podcast. It's not an atheist or skeptic podcast. This is a podcast called uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Have you ever have you ever heard of that yeah. Hardcore History? No, I haven't. Okay. No. Uh, He's just a fascinating historian. I mean, he's just really, he takes these, like he to, he had this six-part series on, series on World War One, and it was just fascinating. I, I, I was never much of a history buff. I was always, you know, the math and the science and, you know, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and I'd read cliff notes for my English papers and, and um, you know, history was always my weak point. Um, but yeah, but he's just, I, I, I totally admire and respect and am in awe of his ability as an educator to, to bring these stories to life. And so it's, it's mm-hmm. really fascinating. And I, I heard somewhere that he just, he doesn't script it out and that makes it even more amazing. But yeah. anyway, so he, yeah. so he did this little thing on world war one. And, um, and one of the stories that he was talking about was the Christmas truce, the Christmas truce. And this is something that happened during world war one. It was in 1914 and um, right about that time, uh, the Pope at this time was uh, Pope Benedict the Fifteenth, not our most recent Pope Benedict, obviously. Um, and and so the Pope had suggested that they they should have a ceasefire during you know during the war uh, for Christmas mm-hmm. for the holiday. And um, but neither side was having any of it, and and so they were just going to keep on going. But then the the men in the field decided, you know what, screw that. And so, you know, this was in, this was during the time <laughs> yeah. of like trench warfare and stuff, you know, brutal, brutal right. stuff. Right? right. And, um, and, uh, the Germans decided they just got up 
out of their trenches. They set down their weapons and they started walking towards the, you know, towards the enemy's lines and, and, you know, the, the, their enemies decided, well, you know, let's go with it. Gun them down while we have the chance. (laughs) (laughs) That that, 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 that was their first inclination, but then they didn't do it. (laughs) And instead they, they set down their guns and they got up and they, they hung out and they all got together and they wished each other Merry Christmas in each other's languages. And they, uh, they sang songs together and they exchanged gifts and so forth. And they just kind of had a general Shut time. Up, dude. This isn't real. This is totally real. This is, is, are you serious? serious. I'm totally I've serious. I've never heard this real? before. Oh, then you got you to gotta go to see. Oh, the, uh, why isn't this a movie? <laughs> well, that, it probably was at some point. That would be a pretty cool movie. But I'm, yeah. and, and, and it's not just a Christmas thing. It, it's, uh, you know, it had happened in other locations at different times too, but it was like Christmas was like the excuse that it's like the men were, were looking for an excuse to, to get along, to have to not have to fight. And so it was a perfect setting. It was, uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know, both sides, uh, celebrated this cool. holiday and they got up and then, you know, and, and they also used the time to remove the bodies, the dead, you know, of their dead fallen comrades yeah. Yeah. and, uh, you know, pull them back into their lines and stuff. But, you know, they just kind of, you know, let's just be civil towards each other. And, and it's hard for me to imagine something like that happening, happening nowadays. Um, but it was just, yeah, I, to that, me, it was that. just an, like, yeah, I had the same reaction. Neo. I was like, why, why wow. didn't they tell us this before? And um, yeah, that's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing. So, it, I mean, it just goes to show you that and and this is my I'm summing up the whole evening with my moral of the story voice, <laughs> and, and you know, it, right, yeah. but it just goes to show you that you know we we do I mean we are a social species and we wanna we want to be together we want to, um, you know we want to enjoy each other's company we want to have meaningful relationships with each other and so it's nice that we have holidays, even though obviously there are points of contention with the even with the minutia. Mm-hmm. But even even <laughs> after you know you and I had kind of had not we've had worse we've had worse right we've had far <laughs> yeah. worse bro but you know you know we're still laughing and we're you know we're still friends at the end of the show and yeah. so and, you know to me yep. you know to me that's what that's what this whole season is really about it's the idea of just yeah, being together cool. and 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 what you know I'll stand quietly if you want to say a prayer. And you will honor my wishes by not expecting me to participate. And, you know, I'm cool with that. And if, you know, somebody else wants to uh, have an airing of grievances or whatever they do for Festivus, you know, the wrestling, didn't they do some kind of feats of strength, right? Feats of strength. You had to wrestle uh, (laughs) George's dad. And, uh, you know, whatever you want to do, you know, that's cool. And. And um, so I, I, I don't know. Would you have a final word you want to say on the? No, that's that's terrific. No, that I think we should end on that. That sounds good. And there is Christmas. Everything you wanted to know. Every answer. <laughs> it was a little different than I remembered as answered. a child. It wasn't. <laughs> You're right. Every yeah, question it wasn't quite answered. The same. Uh, and you should be walking away feeling completely intellectually and spiritually satisfied. So that's what the God uh, or not sure. podcast does for, for hey, our listeners. I want, I want to, speaking of that, I want to bring something up here. And that is, do you remember when you, when I was telling you about stuff that we did with our kids, you know, we you know, took books and art supplies yeah. to the yeah, children's right. hospital and stuff. And you said, what are they doing now? What are they doing this year? And I said, Oh, I don't think we're doing anything. I totally forgot. We, we are. Oh, great. Uh, what is this, it? Th- this was something that we started back in April and we said, okay, from now until the end of the year. So we're, 
we're runners in our family. We, we like to run to exercise. Uh, we like to get out and enjoy the, you know, the wonderful Minnesota summers. Does Lori and- know you're, you're on drugs? <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I only run for my life. It's, uh, it's just the runner's high, man. Yeah, just the right. runner's high. And Lori's right there with me doing right. it. But we uh, we committed guys. to all four of my, my son and my daughter. Uh, my son's on the cross country team on his high school team. And, and my daughter runs uh, on the she's on the track team for her middle school team. And so uh, so we decided that each of the four of us were going to uh, pick a uh, charity and then every mile that we ran between April and up to the end of the year, then we would give a dollar to that person to m- oh, make it like a little, very cool, like a little motivational thing to yeah. get, to get us out there running. Oh, and so, yeah, cool. so, that, nice. so that's what we did this year. Hey, very, I also have a, a small addendum to our discussion. Okay. I do want to affirm the virgin birth. Okay. I, I was thinking about our conversation and, uh, and I, I do affirm the virgin birth. I just don't necessarily think the virgin birth is is something that you that you <laughs> must believe in order to be saved. Right. So it's not a primary issue, although it's it's close. Uh, but wh- when I when we were talking oh, about yeah. the virgin birth, and I said I said, well, listen, that doesn't really matter to me. What I was no, saying I, was is is, is gotcha. like, hey, I'm I'm more interested in in, in more of the bigger issues, right. uh, the secondary and tertiary. I, but I wanted to affirm. The virgin birth. So, all right, you're on the record. I don't want to get in trouble with any of my. That's pretty much what I thought you meant, but but we want to make sure that it's clear. We want to make sure that your position's clear. Yep. Okay. Well, let's. So, what do we got now? uh, We got the. uh, um, Okay, so in this in this bit, the crowd goes wild. We have some listener feedback, and so we're going to talk about that. So let's get going with that. And the crowd goes wild. Okay, crowd goes wild. Here we are. We have some listener feedback. Um, so, as I said earlier, I've really been getting my face kicked in by uh, <laughs> atheists, and and I'm a glutton for punishment because not only do I take some of their emails, and of course we correspond, but then we mm-hmm. become friends on Facebook because that's the next uh, thing you do when you you have two completely. Different worldviews. Why not be friends on Facebook? So every exactly. single thing I post uh, gets gets uh, beat up and thrown to the wolves. So well, um, you brought that on yourself. So I, you know, I no, did. No but one I will to blame, say we have you. we have probably it's probably our first listener from across the pond. Uh, we have Michael oh, okay. from New Zealand. Now, gotcha. um, Michael and I have been corresponding. Uh, the first was uh, f- uh, an email, and then mm-hmm. we started corresponding via Facebook and via uh, via Messenger. And so um, uh, we have a, um, a, f- a few things that we're going to go through some of his message and dissect okay. a little bit. Um, so let me read you the first uh, section here. And uh, and then I, we'll- I just have one request while we're yeah. doing this. Yeah. When you're reading his stuff, can you do it with a New Zealand accent? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could. But I can't. I can't do that. So here we go. Uh, so All this right. is Michael from New Zealand. He says, I thought that the discussion with Scott was good uh, on a philosophical level, uh, but I don't think that either of you actually gave your real life position on the subject. He thinks it would be great to hear 
where we stand on the subject beforehand, uh, you mm-hmm. know, before we get too deep into the philosophical aspects of, so you know, the, into the was, weeds. This was in reference to the episode on in, uh, abortion. abortion rights. Yeah, right. Okay. So his thought is, hey, maybe right from the start, maybe be a little more clear on on maybe what we're defending or or what position oh, okay. we're we're on. Right. So we'll uh, we'll keep that in mind as as we uh, move through that, Michael. I appreciate the uh, um, some of the feedback there. Uh, so we're talking, Michael and I, talking about some of uh, uh, the issues concerning abortion. And one of the mm-hmm. things he says is the uh, the right wing, in particular, is generally pro life, uh, but it, it doesn't seem that when it comes to supporting a parent after the birth of a child, you can't force a woman to term and then abandon her. Mm-hmm. So his uh, thought is is a criticism that is raised a lot towards the pro-lifers, this idea that we're only pro-life as long as you don't kill the baby. Then after that, you know, we, we jump ship and run. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's a little unfair. I understand what he's saying because we are, the pro-life camp is very, uh, very laser focused in that there's that one thing that we're, um, that we're really championing. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say that, that's almost like the blaming the fire department for not paying your rent too. You know, you come in here and you put out my fire, but you're not going to pay my rent. You know, so the the idea is I, I, I don't see the connection there. No, you know, can you, well, well, can you get into that a little bit. Yeah, like <laughs> um, I, I guess what I want to know is is the fire department supposed to be paying my rent? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay, all uh, right. The, the, I guess the 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 criticism is is that we don't help those um, after the fact. And I, first of all, I don't think that's true. And also, I I don't think it's necessary. I mean, no one would blame um, the the um, you know National Cancer Society uh, because because they don't take on the well. You're not helping anybody with diabetes, you know. Mm-hmm. So so you can't. You know, you, you know, you, you can't just do cancer. What about people with diabetes? I mean, nobody's really going to level that charge against the, right. the, you know, American Cancer Society. So it's, it's well, at at the risk of uh, at the risk of us spinning off into a, another hour long discussion here. I know, I know, we're just trying to trying to touch on these op- topics. But when you when you sent me this email, um, I I did kind of think along those lines. And so, correct me if I'm wrong, but part of your part of your argument is that um, if there is a, a child in the womb, then that child's rights to life uh, override the mother's right to choose. Is, is that yes. kind of in a nutshell? Okay, yes. so then, so then um, and I, I, don't, I don't know, we, we haven't spoken about this specifically, but I know that um, it's a, you know, it's a, a right-wing, generally a right-wing policy to um that are they're against things like universal health care and, and the idea is you know why should i pay for my neighbor's health care kind of thing but isn't that kind of the same thing i mean if because here we have i mean even if even if we set aside the the issue of personhood and we and and we agree that it is a person in there um you're saying that that person since since it's a life or death issue for them 
then their then their right to the mother's body outweighs the the mother's right to her own body. And so how is that different from your next door neighbor who could be dying of some medical condition and can't afford their health care? Then they should be able to come over and take your stuff so that they can get their surgery or their treatment or whatever. Yeah, there's Cause, there cause is there, so, yeah. Why there, doesn't there if your if their right to life outweighs a woman's right to her own body, why yeah, doesn't it also outweigh a right to your neighbor's so property? that's that's a com- that's a completely different rabbit trail. We're gonna have to save that for a, another time. So all right, it, the reason so is on that one, and we'll come back. The to reason it. is is because we could go on that on that one for hours. Specifically, okay. what he's saying is that is that we need to be as pro life mm-hmm. um, outside the womb as inside the womb. Yeah, that's and, what I was talking to, about. And to Michael, I say yes and amen. I can get on okay. board with that. And um, well, well, for my my first thought was is that just like that, we're not going to blame the National Cancer Society for not taking on you know uh, not championing uh, you know diabetes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same holds true with 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 the you know we could be um, pro life. It, 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 even if we don't have an answer for all the other societal problems out there, number one, that was my my first thought. The second thought is this: we do, we do take care of the women and children uh, uh, after after the child is born. You know, for every Planned Parenthood or every um, um, entity or, or or subsection facility that that does abortions, there's at least two facilities that are Christian based that provide all these other things. So they'll provide prenatal stuff and they do uh, after birth stuff. Uh So it's, it's not like we're only championing, uh, you know, we want these children to live, but the very people you see who are doing something about it after the fact are Christian charities. Now I'm not well, saying they're he's the referring, only ones. He, he's referring to like legal obligations. Um, you know, so 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 you're you're talk you're you're not talking about just trying to talk people out of abortion. You're trying you want to outlaw it, right? And I right? also, but, and so, but yeah, and so so that's the discrepancy there is that it's yeah. it's uh you you know you want to have a legal obligation in one case, but then not well, have the legal obligation in another case. Again, this could be a rabbit trail, but. Uh, you know, I don't have the right to go kill somebody. Uh, uh, you know, th- I mean that that argument just doesn't follow anywhere else. Okay, well let let's uh, let's uh, agree yeah, let's, to let's, maybe dip into that oh, again yeah. at a different at we a different def- time. And if you guys are looking for abortion, take two. That's coming. Trust Oof. me. That's <laughs> that's coming. So Michael goes on to say. So so we had this exchange, and then he uh-huh. goes on to say. Um, he talks a little bit about. Um, this idea that we that we might not ever change each other's mind um, okay. that he suspects that won't happen, uh, but he appreciates Maybe. our civil discourse and he appreciates the fact that 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 we understand what we believe and why we believe it, and um, and, and that it, he says you never know you, you may change uh, someone's mind although he hopes that we don't change any atheist minds. Uh, with the little LOL and smiley emoji. <laughs> so um, into that, I could wholeheartedly get on board and say that even though 
I think that you're entrenched in a position and mm-hmm. I'm entrenched in a position. I think both of us believe we're in that position for a good reason. We're not uneducated on the topic. We think we have good reasons to be there. And until um, um, reasons come that are that, that are some kind of defeater for the reasons we already have, we're going to mm-hmm. continue to maintain that position. Although I know I could speak for you. And of course I could speak for myself and say that, that we are both open to, to the truth, which whichever mm-hmm. road that, we go down. Well, we for try truth. to be. We try right. to be. We, we, we are human want, beings, after all, right? Well, we, we have our biases and yeah, and things yeah, like so, that. But, but we try. We try. That's we, a step, we a step want, one. Right. We want um, truth. We know that can't come from screaming back and forth. Although I know I do get worked up. It's just my personality. But <laughs> we both want in the at the end of the day. Both Democrats and Republicans, liberals and conservatives, atheists and Christians all want the same thing at the end of the day. And and that's um, a better life for ourselves and our neighbors. And I we just have different ways of getting there. And sometimes we look at each other's position and go, how on earth can you get there holding that position or holding this position? But the only way that we're going to be able to work with each other is to try to listen and understand each other. And Michael understands that. And we've been having some pretty good, um, um, you know, dialogues on Facebook threads, too, um, with regards to all kinds of other other issues as well. So he goes on to say and talks about how um, he thinks oh, wait, it's but important. Before we move on there, before I want to I want to disagree with Michael a little bit there. One is that. um You've already changed my mind on one thing, at least at least that comes to mind right now. And that is um, we've talked about this, um, but when uh, when we had our talk about about faith, um, Mm -hmm. uh, you convinced me that um, that your position on faith was was a reasonable alternative. Now, I didn't swing entirely to that side and say this has to be it, but at least I saw your perspective on it and. Um, and I've actually defended your perspective more than once on the internet when, when other people were, were talking about faith. So, so, um, saying that we can't change each other's minds, well, debunked already. Um, now, <laughs> and I think he was saying, he just doesn't, he thinks on those big positions, right? you know, right, maybe, right. You know but the, still, the, but still, you know, it's a start. Right. It's no, a, it's a, that it's, is. it's, and I think, progress, uh, so. I think too, you'll, you'll find Michael that we're going to have, um, one of our little side bits, where um um where I talk a little bit about evidence and and some of the things that I've learned about um evidence during the course mm-hmm. of our discussions then so that also could kind of be deemed as maybe not changing my mind as much as my learning some new things and kind of rest trying to wrestle with some new information so right he he can look forward to that, but he keep, continues. We continued the, this abortion talk, you know, through several um, messages. He goes on to say that he thinks it's important that we're careful about, um, like state and, and federal, not mandating uh, bans on abortion because not everyone will hold our position. And um, I, I I went back and forth with him and said, listen. If we agree, oh, he he was he was saying if you don't like abortions, don't have one kind of thing. And, well, and yeah, don't he make was it, saying don't yeah, make it illegal. I, yeah. Right, you okay. shouldn't make it illegal because that's and 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 I think something that I had brought up in our discussion, he and I, is 
I had mentioned, okay, well, you don't like slavery, don't have a slave. Um, This idea is if something is wrong, it's morally wrong and it should be outlawed, then it should be outlawed. There's no, when it comes to abortion, there is no, hey, um, I wouldn't have an abortion because I think it's murder. But you can have an abortion if you want. I don't want to out, you know, I don't want to um, um, not allow you to murder somebody. So so the for us, the, the position is if we're able to determine that this is a human being and they have rights and that those rights supersede those rights of the woman, then we should have a federal mandate because we, we, we should outlaw the intentional murdering of human beings. Now, having said that, that's the case that has to be made. Right. But my my position was if we can make that case, then we sh- we should be mandating. The, that, yeah, the, the, the difference the, the, comes a little bit earlier in the discussion. You know, right. the, the disagreement yeah. is not at that point. The, dis- the disagreement is earlier on. Right. And if so, if, if, th- if that other point could be addressed, then it, it's, it's the same as, um, you know, other, these other, um, overarching kind of, um, moral laws w- that have to do with murder or rape or anything else. But again, mm-hmm. Like you said, Scott, those are the the things that you have to, you know, those those are the discussions we have to get in. We have to make that case. Um, right. Then he the 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 last thing he talked about too was the separation of church and state. He said, um, um, uh, he's not sure whether or not we have it on our topic list. We do, Michael. We do separation <laughs> of church and state. Um, but he would love for us. To have we a addressed it a little bit in the Christmas that. discussion we just had. We did, and yeah. um, I know that that we do have that on the docket as one of the things yeah. to discuss. So, yep. Michael, we will definitely be uh, talking about that because I think that's uh, an important discussion to have as well because that covers multiple uh, avenues: uh, yeah. know, freedom of speech and and also freedom of other people's rights to not be infringed upon in other ways as well. So, yep. uh, definitely so keep listening. Yes, keep listening because we are definitely going to hit these topics. So that's um, that's pretty much our discussion. I, I, I do want to say thank you, Michael, for um, for being my friend on Facebook and for messaging me and and holding my feet to the fire. Um, I, I have a few of you guys now that do that on a regular basis, and <laughs> I uh, love to hate it or hate to love it. I'm not sure which, uh, but I appreciate his cordialness. And um, and in his willingness to discuss, like we do, yeah, uh, these topics that, and I'm finding more and more people say, "Hey, just you keep your religion to yourself. Uh, I don't want to hear from you." Well, then you shouldn't. Then, then unfriend me. Uh, you know, <laughs> like what, what? What do you? What do you want me to do? Uh, unfollow me. You know what? Right. I, I mean, I'm not forcing you to sit in a room and and listen to me. Um, they'll listen to me talk, and so I'm finding a lot yeah, of people. I, I was just I was just telling you that you brought it on yourself. Well, that that applies to other people too. Right. That's, right. that's part. That's part of the. That's part of the package of taking an interest in interacting with people that are different than you. Is hey, guess what? When you get there, they're going to be different than you. Yeah, and, and you're going to have to put up with their crap. <laughs> and uh, and it's like so. I've been finding more people that are on the opposite end of the spectrum, where where they just they don't want to deal with any of this. 
Um, mm-hmm. They think it's kind of all either a waste of time or, I mean, they all have their reasons. So it's, it's nice to get someone like Michael who mm-hmm. um, who's willing to talk about these things, even yeah. though they're not easy to talk about. And without uh, being a jerk too. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's Michael uh, from New Zealand. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate New Zealand. your thoughts. I, I want to go there someday. It just looks so beautiful there. Yeah, is One that down last... under? Is or is that Australia? Uh, well, I mean, down under just refers to you know the southern hemisphere, right? And so, right. so it's kind of in that area. All right, it's like, Michael from down under. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Michael. And if not, Michael, send us an email and and we'll correct. Correct it next me. Time. Yeah. Yes. They wouldn't be any normal like any other email. You Come at me, bro. Me. <laughs> yeah. What you got? <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Michael. And that about wraps it up for episode number 10. Please send us your ideas, your questions, and your comments to email at godornotpodcast.com. If you'd like to know more about the topics covered in this episode, Scott recommends. Scott recommends The Atheist's Guide to Christmas. And this is a book, it's edited by Robin Harvey and Stephanie Myers. And basically it's a collection of short stories and essays and little, you know, little short little, uh, you know, mini chapters kind of thing. And and they've collected a, um, you know, little stories from a variety of, of different uh, atheist writers and they've collected, and it's just all Christmas related, uh, like family stuff and, and just, you know, how do you celebrate Christmas and so on and how to, how to navigate um, a hostile environment in a, in a Christmas setting and, and just all kinds of different things, you know, how you can talk to your kids about, about Christmas. And uh, you know, so there's a, a collection of little tidbits, kind of like what we were doing today in our, in our Christmas talk. And so that's the atheist guide to Christmas edited by Robin Harvey and Stephanie Myers. Very good. And I am recommending Hijacking the Historical Jesus by Phil Fernandez and Kyle Larson. That's Hijacking the Historical Jesus by Phil Fernandez and Kyle Larson. Uh, Phil Fernandez is one of the first guys, one of the first apologist pastors that I that I got to know uh-huh. uh, on Facebook and through his podcast. And he's just absolutely terrific, uh, down to earth. And um, his book on hijacking the historical Jesus talks, um, I mean, there's a little bit in there about uh, the birth, but um, I find it interesting around Christmas time to talk about Jesus, since that's what I think it's the reason we celebrate Christmas. So hijacking the historical Jesus by... We being you. We being Christians, right? Right. I'm not... (laughs) Come on. Come on. I know, I know. I, I have to put Bye. up a token, uh, you know. I have to. I have to get upset about something here. Damn it! Right, okay. Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you'll be back with us next time when Scott and I will be talking about objectivity in morality. That's objectivity in morality. Until then, this is your dialectic duo reminding you to talk to each other. See you next year. This has been the God or Not podcast. Send your questions or comments to email at godornotpodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show or grab some God or Not gear, please visit the website at www.godornotpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.